Uh, Dan, you know, historically, historically, we've had Derek share um, words of wisdom to close the show. That's been our history across Fathers of the Grind podcast and the Current Gen podcast, although it's fallen off as of late because tonight, yet again, Derek's unable to make it. Uh, mm. But four of us are here, Dan, Jeff, Kyle, and myself, and Tim. But Dan, I want you to start us off with some words of wisdom. Uh, before we get into any segments, any conversations, what words of wisdom do you have for our audience tonight? Um, you know, I'm going to start. I'm just going to cut that out. No, I'm going to leave it in for the that's opening. That's got him That's our stinger. That's our stinger. <laughs> that's our cold open. That's our parkour right. cold open from the office. Well, welcome to episode 83 of the Current Gen Podcast. As I said before, Dan, Kyle, Jeff, and myself, Tim, are here. And we're going to talk about some new games we're playing, some games we are continuing to play that we touched on last week but didn't really get a chance to dig into. Uh, at least one probably two TV shows that we're all digging. And then also we want to do a game of the year watch because uh, Jeff, how far are we through the year? Halfway there. Oh, halfway oh there. sorry. My bad. My bad. Now I'm, yeah. I'm in, I'm in auto. auto no, no, I, have to know how time works. I needed you to say halfway there. That's the whole point. Okay. So even okay. though we are 75% of the way, it's also, also halfway, halfway. There. Yeah. We're halfway from August to December. Tim, Tim, I don't know why we hired you. Wow. It's technically true, I guess. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. It's from July, but wow. July, July, uh, whatever, math. <laughs> Tim, I don't know why we hire two guys that don't understand how time works. Uh, yeah, I don't. I hate, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, oh, we're back to last week. Time, it's going to be Kyle and myself living in that mountain time. We always have to do the hour math. Always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I do that um, even for work since I work remotely. I'm always setting up meetings. I just talk in Eastern time zone because there's only like hmm. five of us that aren't in the Eastern time zone. Oh, so right. I just pretend like it's two hours ahead throughout the workday. That's just how my mind has to, kind of, kind of how it has to work. That makes sense. Anyway. All right. Well, there is a segment that we did early on with this show. Usually around year one, we were doing it more regularly and we're bringing it back. It's called sold in 60 seconds. This is where we give one of our hosts Let's a go. chance. You get six seconds to sell us on Hold some on. sort of opinion. And it's funny, we were messaging about this before. And based on how our chats usually go, and these, we, our chats are like waves, you know, they'll, it'll be quiet for a while because we have work and lives. But then all of a sudden, the chat will kick in and it just goes. Like I'll sometimes have 80 comments to, to catch up on. And so, th and our conversations oftentimes are very opinionated. We oftentimes <laughs> try to sell each other on some kind of take, opinion, point of view, whatever. And so that just kind of reminded me, like, you know, we haven't done this segment since Kyle and Jeff have been here and Dan, we haven't done it in a long time. So Mr. Yeah, last time I, I recall you guys doing this. Uh, I was listening to it because I was okay. not on the show. Yet. So yeah, it was a while ago. Might've even been before game of the year. It's been, a, it's been a minute, but speaking of a minute, we're going to give Dan one minute oh. to sell us on some sort of, I mean, it should be gaming related, but I'm not going to do you do you, whatever you need to do. This we is will gonna be bad. Let me get my, let me get my timer No, it's going to be hot, Jeff. It's going to be hot. I swear to God, if you bring up how I met your mother or Dexter, I'm going to lose no, it. No, Kyle, you ruined it. I was going to lead in and then say, never mind, you ruined it. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, skip it. Here's our challenge is a lot of times when we are talking, whether it's on the podcast or in a chat, 
we want to chime in with our thought before we lose it because it's a flowing conversation. We have to be quiet for yes. one full minute okay. until I'll Dan. Mute. 60 seconds. Yeah. I'll, You're I'll mute. mute. Sure. <laughs> he has yeah, to I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, me too. can't just not talk. He's on the other side. <laughs> he's saying he's saying things. I think he's saying olive juice. I think that's what he said. Olive juice. Um, all right. So, Dan, I'm going to start the timer. I'll give you a count in, and then you got 60 seconds. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. All right. So, uh, Tokyo Game Show TGS just recently occurred, and uh, it is very antiqu- uh, antiquity. I can't say the damn word right now. Basically, it's old. The format is old. It feels old. It's stale. Um, they barely showed a lot of things, which is actually kind of like what it usually does at TGS. But basically what I'm trying to get at is, especially during this whole COVID situation, these, um, uh, presentations have all been not super great, um, or a certain company's trying to do kind of like what Nintendo does, but not quite being on par. Uh, you know, I miss the, the E3 of dreams back from 2015, you know, last guardian being re-revealed final fantasy remake existing Shenmue three coming to life. Um, and then 2016 E3, that opening of God of War, uh, 2018 God of War with like the live orchestra and somebody was playing the demo in real time, like, uh, Keanu Reeves coming out, you know, you're breathtaking, uh, uh, Resident Evil 7 being unveiled as a first-person game, kind of returning to form. Oh, god damn it, really? I thought... Uh, I, I, six that was pulling in and out. When I looked, I thought I said 20 seconds. I was like, I have plenty of time. Uh, <laughs> it was antiquated. Right. You were thinking of antiquated. antiquated. Antiquated, thank you. All right. Kyle. I didn't really get to, like, the main point, so... Yeah, I, I, I didn't hear a main uh, point. Do you want to just wrap up your main point, <laughs> even though it might be cheating? Just wrap Wait, up your main point in, like, five how seconds. Many, how many more seconds do you need? We'll let you, we'll let you take a bonus time. Basically, what I was just trying to say is that TGS, the way that the format is, is just old and they need to improve it and be either like a Nintendo or like those E3s back then when we actually really enjoyed them and it blew our mind. You know, good timing. That was good. Ten extra seconds. You got it. All right, Kyle, are you convinced? Are you have you been sold? Yeah, I mean, I I didn't need to be sold on this. Yes, Uh, TGS used to be fun. It's not fun. Hasn't been fun in a long time. Uh, Japan, you are the leaders of innovation. Innovate. Mm. What the hell? <laughs> and Why I'm, is this so boring? Jeff, what about you? Did he sell well, you? I, uh, I don't know. It didn't really sway me because that uh, that show is kind of intended, obviously, for a different audience. So I don't I don't know. I don't but know. But they're translating it for us, too. So we are intended to watch shows. it. Do what? I said they do translate it in real time for us to watch. So it's for everyone, you know? And TGS used to be cool because, like, IGN would show up and they would, like, it would be it feel like E3 because like there were the IGN was there and like Damon Hatfield would be there and Greg Miller and all these guys and they'd be orating TG uh, TGS in a way that they would do it for E3. So it felt the same. But like, I don't think they allow a lot of like out of country uh, uh, people now uh, at hmm. those at those events. Not even because of COVID. I think for a long journalist, I meant journalist. OK, yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, that, I couldn't I couldn't I like it to the word. So there hasn't been coverage like at TGS that. in a long time, so I feel like there might be a, uh, you know, just you know, a discrepancy there because of that. So like it used so, to be E3 and and TGS was like the two hot ones when I was like yeah like, same no when I, I was I, in I my teens remember those days because that's because like in G like G like Adam Sussler and Morgan Webb would go over there yeah. and they would like 
like we we don't have a, a footprint over there anymore at TGS. So like That's what true. Jeff is saying is right. Like it is for a different, but it, it didn't always used to be that way. And I think oh, okay, See, I think I Dan's point, I think Dan's then. point is that like we should go back to that because yeah. those games are important and those games always yeah. end up coming over here. And we're so fascinated with Eastern culture. So yeah, yeah. like we like we should. So I'm I'm kind of in the middle just because I. I can't really declare that I'm sold or not just because I haven't really tracked this particular show mm. enough to tell you to, to say I agree or disagree. But I agree. I'm going to if I had to lean one way, I had to lean towards you sold me because this is very much a Dan Freitas type of a event. So if, if I'm going to lean on anybody to give me the update on an event mm. like TGS, I'm going to lean on you. So if you're telling me that they're not doing it right, that's kind of at the core. All I need to hear Dan says they're not doing it right. Honestly, I kind of believe it. Like, so. is it fun watching like a bunch of guys, whether they're yes ja oh, from well. Japan or you know from the United Japan. States, just just sitting behind a table and just talking at you, and, and no. the occasional screenshot, like that's boring as hell. Like and the yeah. translations are never good enough to make it like interesting. Yeah. and you like, know, like I, they're, you know, I don't know. You know, shout out to the translators because they're doing it in real time, and it seems super super difficult. Like, because you know the words are being said and it's live, so like you know those the the Japanese developers are just speaking, and this person's having hearing to and saying at the same time, yeah. and it's, so it's got to be super hard. Um, yeah. But it's just sometimes it's very disorienting because like they they're about they think they're gonna say a certain word, but then like you know Japanese is hard, and the way that you they write and speak is weird. Not weird, but you know. Uh-oh. We're veering into some dangerous territory there, Mr. I just know, I just know that their, what, okay. their, their wording is like the way that you pronunciate certain things. Like it may sound so similar, but it's like two different words and things like that. Well, that's that. the other thing with translation is because even sentences are structured differently. You have to yes. wait for the entire thought to get yeah, out. Yeah, when you, you say I'm there. American in Japan, it's American I am. Yeah. 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 So. Yep. So, uh, I mean, it's, it's not our totally... fault that other languages are stupid. It's not our fault, okay? It's not our fault <laughs> that English is Dude, the best. I'm, speak, I'm speak learning American. American Sign Language, and um, nice. And uh, their sentences are structured like that, too. Hmm. Okay. Where you'll say ASL learning, like I'm learning, instead My of I'm learning ASL. watching a show that's all, that the whole family does sign, and it's really cool looking. Like, it makes me want to be able to do it, too. So that's cool that you're learning that. That's awesome. Yeah, man, All right. a whole country, a whole country knows that language, that, or not a whole country. It is our country. A whole <laughs> Millions of people, people know that language, and I'm yeah. like, America. I feel like an idiot over here. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right, so let's talk about stuff we're playing and watching before we go through our Game of the Year watch and some headlines in a little bit. Um, there are some games that we briefly were able to play before last week's episode. So we were able to give you kind of early impressions of Lost Judgment and Kena. Um, but I think we might have a little more to say about both of those. I know both of them yes. have been played a lot more this past week, so we'll dig yep. into those. But first, I want to talk about this new racing phenomenon that is Hot Wheels <laughs> Unleashed. Phenomenon. It's getting nines it out of tens. It is. Nines. It's not just Hot Wheels. It's Unleashed. Okay. It's been unleashed in There's our faces. There's such a difference. I hate everything. So I have not... <laughs> purchased this game or started playing it mainly just because 50 bucks feels steep for an arcade it, racer to me it is it is but um tell me about this whoever is it just jeff who's playing this one i think it might be just me okay nobody else in their right mind would pay 50 dollars for this game <laughs> you must you really like you hot knew. wheels if you knew how it played and what it offered it's like, hey, Dude, guys, when I, worked... guys, I skipped on death loop and i actually bought hot wheels guys are you happy with that or <laughs> <laughs> dude when i worked at kb toys back in the day there'd be like just grown men 50 year old men waiting outside the gate for actual hot wheel cars like people love hot wheels like, i collected it, 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 it that's it, why i was a major collector's item yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's why I was excited for this. I was like, oh, cool. It's just like you're building the tracks uh, like I used to do as a kid, Mm -hmm. you know, because the tracks are in bedroom environments or basements or whatever, dens, um, or some of them are. Some of them are in a skate park and you're like a tiny car just racing around. It's really, it's a, so that's, that's fun. Mm-hmm. But Forza didn't Forza Three do a DLC for Hot Wheels? They're Legos, They're really good Legos, ones, right? Are we, how can they? That done game is all like four, five oh, okay. years old or whatever, okay, four okay. or five year old, whatever, and that did this better. So that's just automatically like that's bad. <laughs> okay, but real quick, Forza Horizon, as arcadey as it is compared to the mainline Forza games, still more realistic than what I'd imagine Hot Wheels. Uh, isn't Hot Wheels Unleashed very arcadey and very easy to control? Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's very arcadey for sure. Um I think uh I don't know, you're right. So I guess the gameplay is going for something different and I shouldn't judge it against like one of the best racers of all time, period. Yeah. It yeah, sounds like you fair. had better vibes off of the Horizon yeah, like, attempt at it than than this yeah. one. Yeah. Um a lot of the tracks look samey. I know you can create your own tracks to make them not look samey, but they're all orange. What is this homework assignment you got to do? <laughs> yeah, they're all orange and blue and that's it. Uh it's just if you pay attention to the background, which you don't because you're paying attention to the track, the backgrounds are different when you're driving. Um, And sometimes there's more loops or something. So I feel like I've seen everything the game offered in the first hour um, where uh, you unlock each race that you, you know, do well in or whatever. You unlock certain things like uh, coins to upgrade your vehicles. Is there like a campaign that you're doing? There is. There's a campaign because there's monsters to go over the neighborhood. You got to (laughs) race. There's no cutscenes or anything. There's no cutscenes. It's just text. You sounded like a commercial voiceover guy for a Hot Wheels yeah. toy. <laughs> race, the mon- race the local monsters on your yeah, Hot Wheels track. Yeah. I haven't seen a single monster yet, by the way. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, where are these monsters at? Or, or whatever it is, like aliens or something. There's an invasion of some kind. Welcome to uh, Earth, Hot Wheels. But I think the most frustrating part is like how much they are purposely driving. No pun intended. I guess some pun intended. They're purposely trying to drive you uh, to buying those microtransactions to get better vehicles, uh, to upgrade your vehicle. Um, I mean, pretty much almost everything like that would, you would expect out of the game baseline is locked behind a microtransaction. I'm shocked that they even, when you mentioned that, that there's microtransactions, I was like, how could a $50 game also have microtransactions to upgrade and unlock? And be getting nines. It's pretty common now. Yeah. People like microtransactions all the time. Sure. The average is in the 70s, but you're right. Yeah. Some major oh, outlets. Is it, okay, I, I I guess I've only seen it. I, I've read a couple of reviews that were not. Well, what, what's going on with those two guys, you know? Uh, but in general, even seven, <laughs> like, that's, that's getting pretty, paid. You know? That's pretty positive. Like, yeah. even in the sevens for a racer with, like, microtransactions at 50 bucks, I just, in, in a very microtransaction anti-world I feel like we live in. Who's the publisher? From, like, oh, I don't. I don't Do we remember. know who the, is it EA or Activision? I can't. I probably remember. would have uh, suspected it if it was. So probably not them. I'm, lo- I'm gonna look it up. Very weird. It's just weird to me. It's weird so that game this game is getting does a lot of praise. Does look good and so. is fun, but if it actually offered like you know ground at the ground level, offered you a whole like I don't know library of vehicles, that would have been cool. But instead, it's like here are three boxes, and you open them, and those are your vehicles. And it's like three of them. That's it. Just three of them. And then each race you get another box or something like that. Or each phase of the campaign you get another box um, that you get to open. And it's just a randomized car. It's not like, ooh, cool. Uh, if I beat this one, I get this car specifically. Um, or maybe I just haven't gotten to a race that, that rewards that. But uh, it's just not 
I don't know, man. For fifty dollars, I expected at least like a baseline library of vehicles, and we didn't get it. It was just very bizarre. Um, I mean, it's not like I'm not having fun when I'm racing. It's just how is this fifty dollars? That's just yeah the most mind-boggling part. It sounds like it should have been about uh, Rocket League was twenty, right? Well, it was PlayStation Plus first, and then after that, I believe just the regular price was twenty, right? If I'm not mistaken. It's not a full price game, that's for sure. I know that much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Rocket League I think was twenty, and then you know, then you had some stuff that you could buy, but like it started at twenty, so that seemed reasonable. Even the stuff that even there wasn't like a full fledged store right away. They were releasing stuff in these DLC packs that you would buy. Sure, sure, sure. Five bucks. But now um, it's free to play, and then if it you is, want, and the cars cost like twenty bucks when they put out a new thing. You get like a <laughs> yeah. certain amount of credits to it's spend. Like a pack, like one like car. Yeah. I mean, it's expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it's a problem really, here that really they, the microtransactions. Yeah. I fully expected this game to be a very lightweight kind of palate cleanser. I'll spend maybe an hour or two total with it, and maybe it's gonna be twenty bucks. That was what my mind was thinking when I saw this game even existed. So the fact that right. it's fifty bucks, microtransactions. Um, those two things are big disappointments. In general, does it play fine though? Does it play like you expected? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. it delivers in that regard. So I mean, that's good. I would still even recommend this on a sale. Like a this is a twenty dollar game that they charge fifty dollars for. Sure. The twenty dollar yeah. game content. Yeah. So I mean, some of the screenshots from like next gen consoles and PC they look looks, good. It looks good. Yeah. yeah. It does. It does. <laughs> and it plays good too. It's just uh, everything. Else, everything else is almost a problem. <laughs> I'm so not going to customize my basement or whatever. I'm not going to freaking build tracks. I mean, that's just sounds not like me. it will go free to play at some point. They just want to get fifty dollars out of I all. I bet the it'll be. Out. This is a type of Game Pass type game. Um, so the the publisher is actually also the developer. So it's one that's basically the same entity. Oh. It's a Milestone, and mm. they've they've predominantly done all of like the Moto GP games, like the off the the. Uh, dirt bike, the dirt bike games. Those are yeah. name, yeah. Well, those are like motorcycle racing, right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. High speed motorcycles. They've, they've been, they've done like all of them, like yeah. as far back as like. I played one and it was horrific. So okay, but that was they on, usually that was on look Switch. Good, it was like, like it was like ninety nine cents on Switch, and so I grabbed it and it was okay. horrible. But maybe that I, was. A... I think the ones on like current, like like on a PS4, or Xbox One, or obviously now yeah. PS5 Series X S. Um, I think those generally actually look pretty good. So it probably just used the same engine for Hot Wheels, and that's why that looks pretty decent. So, all this racing game talk reminds me of the very first racing game I played was uh, the young, a young Timmy. That's what I went by, guys. Was Timmy, young and Timmy. Uh, it was the year was the year was 1988. It was Christmas. My brother and I got no, it was 88 or 87. It was one of those two years. We got an Atari 2600 secondhand, of course, with a big mm. case full of cartridges of games. Our first video game system yet. And uh, the first game that we pulled out, my brother and I started yelling about it. Oh, dude, let's play Grand Prix. This is going to be awesome. Grand Prix. <laughs> let's play Grand yeah, Prix. Yeah. This is going to be great. You're a pricks. Yeah. Well, you called it Grand Prix for probably eight years. So <laughs> your parents are I mean, it like, makes whatever. sense. Why would there be an X there? And you don't yeah. say it at all. It doesn't make any sense. Not till later do we realize what we were declaring for years and years. So, anyway. Um, all right. I just wanted to share that because it came to mind talking about racing games. Grand Prix. Uh, I am curious about No More Heroes 3 because... It's one of those games that I feel like when it does go on sale, I think it will on the eShop, especially around holiday time. I'm like, ooh, do I grab this? This is the kind of game that I'm curious about, but I'm not a huge fan of the series. Uh, Kyle, did you finish this game? Are you far I into it? I did not it? beat What's... it, but I got a good, a good chunk of time with it. Uh, I will say, 
it really relies on you being a big fan. Of this <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Um, it is. It is very Suda Fifty One flavored. It's very like um, I don't know. Like it's very just. It's very like uh, like the game he always wanted to make. You know, he's making Takashi Miike references as often to, as he can. Oh, it's nice. just like fan like Suda Fifty One fanboy the video game. It. So it's just all the things he's ever loved. Saturday morning cartoons. Saturday he's a big anime. fan of himself, is what you're saying. Uh, he's a huge fan. Well, that and just like his, yeah, his goofy like aesthetic and his goofy like you know comedy sense and stuff like that. Like everything in this game is like totally wild. I will say, um, the game's very bo- like you're just working to get to the next boss fight. Like there's gonna be little scrimmage fights, like where you're fighting like like little guys like in a hallway and stuff like that as you're getting to the boss. But like mostly it's these big boss fights. What and is the every combat boss... like? Is it kind of hack and slash? Hitting buttons real Yeah, hard? yeah. Heavy, light, you know, dodge. Um, yeah. If you dodge at the last second, you slow down time. So you can do like a Bayonetta style, you know, like, you know, heavy, you know, uh, heavy combo. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there's a lot going on in this game. Um, the, I think the combat's actually very solid. And I think that uh, the, the variety of different ways that you're fighting these bosses is um, amazing. I think it's out of this world to be... Uh, to be frank, you know, so if you're really into like Bosch rush, rush mode type games, even though there is other fighting, like other enemies and stuff like that, like you're you're really just biding time until you get to those big boss fights, and uh, it's always supplemented with Suda 51's, you know, comedy, you know, so whether or not that hits for you or not really relies on your uh, appreciation of the game. Gotcha. Uh, or the fun that you're going to have with it. Because they put uh, the other two out on Switch too, right? So f- Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, and they're cheap. They go on sale all the time. I think they're $20 off sale, and they go on sale for 10 or 15 like often. I've seen it happen. So um, right. I, I really I really recommend these games if like you like uh, kind of like um, hack and slashers or whatever. But this game's tough. Like you're going to you're gonna die 10 times on a boss just to like figure out like what's going on because the mechanics are so wild. You're not you're not just like hacking and slashing during these boss fights. There's a lot of stuff going on. So. Got it. Um, I, I recommend it, but yeah, I, I, Tim, you're, I think you're taking the right, uh, path by like, if you, if you're just kind of like, yeah, you know, I'm aware of it, get it on sale, you know, because, yeah. uh, yeah. $60 is feel. pretty steep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it seems like one of those trilogies that at some point, just like I did this summer with Mass Effect and I am still slowly, as I get a chance to get back to working through Mass Effect 3, which I do love, I just, there's too many other games that have also come out that I'm sure. distracted by, I get that. but uh, I could totally see this being a trilogy that at some point I'm like, you know what? I've got three weeks till my next big game comes out. I'm just going to buy the first one. And yeah, I mean, Mass Effect's a space opera. This is a game it. about jerking off your lightsaber. So it's like, you know, there's there's you know, <laughs> a lot of you know, quality is going to vary for sure. You know, but uh, yes, both make yeah. you cry. I get it. Yeah, I, get it. I, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> I totally understand. Um, all right. Well, cool. Uh, I might check that one out. If nothing else, uh, any listeners who are hearing this you know that it's not just it almost looks like something weird you watch like a, an adventure narrative game but it's not it's a full-on action yeah, video it's it's, right? it's and I, it's a very competent action game i nice. would even say so yeah. uh dan are you playing anything i didn't see anything on the list that i knew for sure was you uh, are, are you playing anything this week you want to talk about um well so i'm pretty close to finishing tales of arise uh, yeah. i'd say definitely less than five hours how many hours have you gotten into it uh, so when I last saved, it said 70, Ugh. 70 hours. Never but I mean, I'm, game. I'm the kind of guy that when I like, when it's like, all right, I'm enjoying this RPG, I'm going to do like the side stuff before I get to the end. Cause I like to beef up and just like demolish the final boss. So 
Um, but there is like actual more story stuff apparently post uh, post credits. Um, I guess that's a pretty common thing with Tales um, games. I haven't played enough of them to know if that's a thing with them or not. Um, yeah, it's it's still I think uh, very excellent. I'm I'm glad that I stuck through with this one because like I've said before, um, the last Tales game that I played all the way through was Symphonia back on GameCube, and none of the other ones have really grabbed my attention besides Symphonia. Um, nice. So, this uh, one I I really like for sure. I've heard it's a cool that it couple, couple you. times from the yeah. I've heard a couple times from the group that the ending feels padded. Are you feeling that at all? Or <laughs> so there's definitely a lot of uh, exposition in the last ten hours of the game. <laughs> so you get to ten this... hours. That's an entire yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. Well, you get <laughs> so you you basically go to a location. And just, like, a lot of, like, just, like, kind of, like, dropping bombs on you and, like, unveiling new stuff and, like, re- you know, revelations start happening. But it's, like, you move a little bit and then a cutscene happens. It's, like, all right, like, this is, this could have been maybe spread out a little bit somehow. Like, I don't know. But it's fine because it's, like, again, overall, I still think it's excellent. The cast of characters is great. Their um, chemistry is good. Um, yep. I definitely feel for them and the situation and, and sort of what they're going through. So, um, so yeah, they could I just I, go I will... full Xeno saga and just have like 45 minute cutscenes. Do you remember that yeah. game? Like, Xeno <laughs> saga yes. is such a, yes. a, a wild RPG. <laughs> they're like, Hey, <laughs> we're going to give them full on half movies in between. It was, playing. it was like the metal gear solid of RPG. I was going to say, yeah, crazy. they, they played a metal gear solid game and they go, we could do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll have Hold like my. Gear. I'll have my final opinions on that on the next episode because I will have finished it. So I'll wrap it up. Um, but I, I played. The plate, then? I played a little bit of Mighty Goose. What is Mighty Goose? Mighty Goose. It's on a uh, Game Pass. Game Pass. So. Um, oh, thanks, Phil. Yeah. Our bro let me Phil tell you. Let me tell one. you about Game Pass. Um, it's for poor people. No. Um. So basically, <laughs> it it feels like a Metal Slug game essentially. So if you like oh. Metal Slug, but it's I like. Love Metal Slug. You're Love basically it. you're literally a goose, but your arms are le- and legs are like almost like like looks like Mega Man appendages. So like he basically has these giant cannons for arms, but like he's he has a gun. So like you get different guns and like it's just chaotic. If you've ever played Metal Slug, it's it's similar to that. So hmm. um, but just with the goofiness of like you're playing a goose. Um, yeah, it's so it's, it's fun. Like, it's like a quality Game Pass game. Yeah. But like it's yeah, meant yeah. for Game Pass and you can enjoy it on Game Pass, but if, if you paid any money for it, I don't you actually might be know yourself. I don't know what the actual cost of it is, but I would say this would be worth the 10, 15 bucks if that's what it costs. I, it, gotcha. It's pretty fun. It's definitely like fun. It's side, scroll, side scrolling arcade shooter style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Interesting. So. I didn't, I did not know that looking at the title and the cover yeah. art. Stuff, I honestly so. thought it'd be more like uh, Untitled Goose Game. I was like, yeah. yeah I think I got <laughs> I my thought it was going to be more like that with both flying, more flying or superpowers yeah. well, or something. I think I it's the same Goose, but he kind of got tired of just honking at people. So <laughs> yeah. now he's just, you know, <laughs> murdering yeah. everybody. So sequel we all deserve. <laughs> <laughs> so he got tired honking of honking at nice. people. He became yeah. a killing machine. Oh, and, man. Um, and then I'm just watching Dragon Ball Z, which I mentioned to you guys. So. Kai, right. wear my Dragon Ball Z shirt. So yeah. uh, I, was about, I was about to ask if you're a fan, Kyle, because I know we like anime, but I don't know which animes you like. Uh, I would run home from school 
yes. to catch an episode of Dragon Ball Z yes. only to watch Raditz land again and be like, what the actual? Uh, <laughs> yes, I lived that life. That was me. Uh, I think Dude. Dragon Ball Z is one of the biggest inspirations of just like yes. ridiculous storytelling for yes. me. So. And gaming, too. Yeah. Yeah. Huge. It's so- uh, just uh, like you can see the. Uh, Matrix Revolution, that whole yeah. last movie, sequence the, last fight, the last fight, the last fight. So I mean, like, there, it just echoes through through time of being an inspirational just, piece of work. So even so, though it's ridiculous, like I'm not trying to call it high art. No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, though. To be honest, like I, I think there's definitely animes that I've watched over the years mm-hmm. that are overall higher quality. Yep. But a lot of them are like I so for me I'm like I'm very kind of picky about what animes I watch like as far as like long running series like a Dragon Ball Z or a Naruto yeah, Shonen's are kind of off the table once they reach like over 50 <laughs> episodes I'm like nope I'm not gonna watch a 900 episode thing called One Piece no thank you <laughs> <laughs> but but I like to kind of like let it breathe like give it a bunch of episodes and then but like so I tend to watch the ones that are like seasons of like 24 episodes things like that That's what but I, like Dra- Dragon Ball Z for me is still even watching it now and it is goofy as hell um probably. like it's still my favorite anime of all time that's just the bottom mine too line. yeah just to be honest just, just, uh, just to be like an anime like normie about it like i know yeah. it's like oh, dragon ball z is my favorite like i feel the same way i feel like it just it's the is. first thing that like really hooked me i go boy they're really doing something different over there you know and <laughs> uh, that's that was my gateway anime drug with yeah. dragon ball z so to be honest it's kind of like with tim and act razor it's like it is a lot of nostalgia but it like, there, but there is something there. Like Act Razor, like there is something unique there, and it's like if you give it a try, and if you're into like those style of games, like it's it will surprise you if you have. Well, and it. and people yeah. like to, and I make the joke too. It's like, well, they like charge up for like five episodes. I'm like, yeah, but which when is you true. Binge that, when you binge that now, it goes by really fast. Yeah. yeah. Also, <laughs> also, there's usually a great payoff when they finally unleash. Oh yeah. Oh, I tell you, yeah. And I don't know, I. I just remember cheering so hard multiple times. Even watching Super, there were moments where, like, I'm a 30 year old man and I'm watching like <laughs> Goku like Kamehameha skip wave off of an energy blast oh, yeah. from some person from a different universe. And I'm like standing up and cheering. I'm like, I'm 30. What's my problem? Uh, that's <laughs> well, how deep Dragon Ball Z like has its hooks in me. Like, it's that's just, why I'm rewatching it, Kyle, because I haven't actually watched Super. So like, Super and I haven't, amazing. I haven't watched DBZ since I was in high school. So I'm like, oh, I'm wow. just going to rewatch this and then I'll go right into Super. Are you Super. doing Kai or are you doing like No, regular? so they don't have Kai on Funimation. I was actually okay. telling Tim this. Um, You have to like buy the DVDs or Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fine. It, it is what I it like is. The, I like I was actually looking at it in my I library. I like yeah. 2,000 episodes of that anime. I'm a big fan <laughs> Yeah. Unless I looked at it wrong, I think my library has the seasons of Kai on DVD, so I was put, getting my name in okay. for some of those. Um, it is weird that yeah. it's not anywhere to stream like on any service. There's so yeah, many I don't know. services you think would be. Similar. I mean, the Kai version. I know the regular one is on. You I can, don't know you, the DVDs, so I, you I've, can I've just never looked. Watch the original Tim and just appre- appreciate it for what it is. Um, like yeah. I said, it is goofy. The filler is extra goofy, but like the moments of just like yeah, like like. Um, there's highs and lows as far as like when the payoff happens because like say like krillin like learning how to do destructo disc right like he first uses destructo disc you're like oh snap he's about to cut somebody in half but it's like it it doesn't like the episodes build up to like the move and then like well they miss or yeah. like they do they do hit the villain but the villain's like i'm gonna go to my next form ha 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 and then like murders a bunch of so it's like it's never like oh they do their crazy move and yeah, it took like seven episodes and then like everything's cool. It's like, nope, there's there's like a whole nother level of like 
nonsense that's about to happen. And they're kind of always get, to be honest, they're kind of always getting their ass beat. But yeah. like yeah. things work out in the end, more or less. You know, yeah, I watched a lot of it, not all of it by any stretch. I watched a lot of it in my early college, I think it was probably freshman, sophomore year of college, maybe, especially one summer. I delivered pizza. And my cousin lived with us for one summer. He's a couple years older than me. So he would be working all day. He was doing roofing. I would be working doing pizza stuff. I'd bring home any extra pizza late that night. And he and I would sit there. Nice. And I think at that point, they were doing back-to-back episodes. We'd watch two episodes every night. Nice. And uh, so we got through the whole Cell Saga doing that. Yeah. That's amazing. Was, I, watched, really I watched the whole Cell Saga on but, the international channel. You so know, we liked it, it because here. it was so silly and we made fun of it but loved it at the same time oh so yeah it's that's weird. dragon ball z like, you that's what you do you make fun yeah. of it and yeah and we would and like we would laugh at how silly it was like you might have someone get this incredible punch in the gut looks like the hand's gonna go through their body <laughs> and they're like everything's in slow motion and frozen and yet they somehow it's some kind of internal monologue they start like talking about something they remember like yeah. is that those kind yeah. of moments that are like yeah what it's is so this? anime's ridiculous. the best yeah. anime's the best what is <clears throat> Jeff, right, I'm gonna well, need you to watch Dragon Ball Z. No, that's not gonna. Yeah, happen. I, I know. Need you to do it. Jeff hate don't. Do it. Wrong tree. <laughs> He's not Wrong tree, homie. Tell him to back watch. to back to games. He is gonna play the rest of Kana this weekend and finish it. You've gotten a little farther, I think, Jeff, since last time we talked. What are your thoughts on this game? Is this is this game exactly what you thought it would be? Is it surprising you? Well, my weekend's wide open because I beat it. Oh, you beat it tonight? Yeah. Oh well, there you go. I literally stopped right before the final boss. Uh, when I told you guys I'd beat it this weekend. And then I was like, you know what? Let's just see what happens. And then I picked it up, and sure enough, 45 minutes later, I beat it. So you <laughs> so, rolled credits on it. What'd you think? It's Yeah, it's really great. I, my only uh, um, my my only like nitpicks on the, on the game are like, some story stuff where like, um, she mentions her father, I think, at the beginning. Yeah, and I don't know. We they there was there's stuff with Kyle again. No, there's okay. there's no, this isn't really a spoiler. They just don't go into her father's stuff, the lineage of what mm. she does, as much as I expected them to do. Uh, but maybe maybe they're trying to leave it open because this is definitely it could be the start of a franchise if they want yeah. to. Pursue who was that. it last week? Was it, it was either was it Jeff? I forget who it was that said. I mean, it was Dan that said, "Hey, let's prove to them how prove to Sony yeah, how that's awesome what this is. seems like. This almost seems like an episode zero for a series. Like I, it's I like the beginnings. That. I can you know? see that There'll because be a it's huge one Kana game. Maybe it's yeah. one valley. You know, it's one valley that you're trying to help. I don't know, whatever. Because you're tra- you're a spirit guide. You're trying to help lost spirits find their yeah. way from our world to the spirit world. Mm. So I mean, it's like you're just in one valley. What do you want to call it? Valley village." Um, so, I mean, there could be like another game of just a much more open village that you have to help cleanse, I guess. Or a world or even, right? With multiple villages and a big open yeah. space. Like, there's a lot you could do. That's what I loved about the game, uh, honestly, because it's like the developers knew exactly what this, like, the, what the scale is that they could handle, and they just nailed mm. it completely. Yeah. Uh, in terms of open world and how you can warp from point to point, if you want to go back and reuse a new ability to get another collectible or something in an area that you couldn't get to that collectible before. But it's not overwhelming. It's not like so many no. areas, you know? No, I, I felt like I got to everywhere. Like I literally backtracked and spot checked like bridges that were still up that I haven't shot down with an arrow yet. Yeah. Uh, I did that but in the chapter. I you, Not really chapters, but the third spirit, I guess. The third main spirit that you're looking for relics for. I went backtracked and... Uh, uh, found all these bridges, shot down some, shot them down with some arrows, and uh, yeah, just looked for more loot or whatever you want to call it. 
yeah. uh, collectibles and stuff like that. What would you um, compare this game to for someone who hasn't played it before? Because I've got some thoughts. I'm curious what you think. What, what would you compare this game to? I don't know. Okay, let me just tell you. I would compare. I would compare the open world to. Um, I would compare the open world to God of War because God of War's open okay. world isn't that big. You know what I mean? It is yeah. big, but it's not that big. Yeah, like it's yeah, manageable, yeah. and yeah. that's and you have warp points there too. You you can you know it's much track. longer. Yes, it is, and, and it's yeah. a much obviously it's a triple A game, so it's going to be much. It's like for, what 30, 40 hours that game or whatever. It's pretty lengthy. Uh, yeah, so I mean, obviously it's not that, but the map reminded me of that. Where yeah. it's it's big it's big enough to make you go oh whoa there's a lot to this game but, but there's not some guidance there long still long. even though it's it's a big map but they guide you still seems yeah like yeah. To me. yeah they give there's you they the give you the map in bite sized chunks which is nice it's like they do okay here's a new area and uh-huh. I think the biggest area that I I think the second area was the biggest maybe it, the it is it still is the third area you just plow right through yeah, yeah honestly okay. it's okay. it's pretty short. Um, the second one, I think, was a pretty big area. But even then, once you kind of start knocking some things out, you're like, oh, okay, this isn't really that large of a space to... to right. Go. It's but just... Uh... I, I've heard people compare it to um, Star Fox Adventures, which was, of course, originally oh. Dinosaur Planet back okay. in the day. And uh, I did like that game a lot. I think it got some hate for whatever reason. I really enjoyed that game way Very back in the game. day. I don't know if it holds up. Probably not. But um, it, gives me, it reminds me of that a little bit. you got some platforming, some puzzling, a few pieces of Zelda here and there. You've got, mm-hmm. you know, pretty standard combo system all yeah. of that stuff so this has all those pieces i think it's got a little bit of elements of something like horizon little bits like especially when you get the bow and arrow mm-hmm. there's some pieces there and then you know there's some armor elements starting with the second area especially the second boss that kind of reminded me a little bit of horizon the way you have to like create weaknesses and your enemies and so it, I, I think it, they, they they use pieces from a couple different games right uh yeah i would i would agree with that um it definitely yeah, it definitely uses that boss thing. What was the game you we were just talking about? Star Fox uh, Adventure. Uh, no More Heroes, maybe, where the boss fights are a little more involved than just hack mm. and slash. Especially in the third part, where you have enemies that are introduced that require you to use a new ability you just got. Mm. So you have to yeah. figure out how to use that first and then start meleeing. And and then, and especially the last boss battle, there's a lot of like weak point targeting and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the boss fights are definitely a little more involved. I had it on easy, so, I mean, didn't take me long to beat, obviously. But if you had it on normal, this will be, this will definitely satiate, I guess. Yeah, I'm know. playing on normal in that. The people that like that. Was there was difficult. one, I think it was the first main, like, main, there's like, how many did you say? 15, 16 bosses? Total? 16 total bosses, yeah. Wow. Uh, the first main one, which is probably like six, five or six bosses in. There's yeah. like the, the first main one. I found I that one to be much tougher because there wasn't like there's a pattern you have to figure out and that helps you defeat him but i died a bunch i'm playing on normal and i did die Mm -hmm. a few times and i was like this is a little frustrating for a game that (laughs) shouldn't be this this frustrating you'll Um, die there's some that you'll die a a lot especially in the third one the third uh spirit where you have the the bosses that the relic bosses let's call them that the ones you get the relics from um they each have their own like quirk or attack that's just so freaking annoying that you have to figure out how to dodge it correctly. Sometimes yeah. you have to you get a, a fourth ability, one you can't really upgrade, you just get it. You have to use it sometimes to dodge too. And uh There was one relic boss it's who challenging. I just forgot to use my bow and arrow. And so I'm trying to fight him melee and it was taking yeah. me forever. I would get him down to like a certain amount of health and I would die every time. I think I died like seven times and I was like, I might quit this game. I was getting so mad. <laughs> and then I just, Bad, started, I just started doing like a lot of kiting around, yeah. making him chase me and using my bow and arrow. And it actually wasn't that difficult. 
So I so, was like, so oh, I feel stupid. I, I think we both encountered the same cursed chest that required you to beat 30 enemies in a minute or yeah. something. A minute and 15 seconds. Pass. So definitely go back when you have a full... Uh, like, I think you can get four uh, okay. circles of courage for your um, yeah. for your rot, your companions. And definitely use those companions on the things that are flying around. Oh, can we just that say that they when you can find just take an, them down completely and when you, you don't have find to find a new it. little buddy, those little rot, which is a dumb name for something so cute. But those it little, <laughs> those little, uh, they're like beanie babies. They're just so stinking cute. Every time you find one, I'm all, it always makes me smile. They're always so adorable. Usually it's adorable. the same little animation. They pop up from under a rock or whatever. But sometimes it's something creative, like they come out of a pumpkin or like in a little pond with some frogs. Yeah, like there's, there's some really cute ones. I'll be honest yeah. with you. This I love, game is the hats freaking are just adorable. so ridiculous too, and makes it even more adorable. Like putting a birthday cake on their head is just the dumbest <laughs> thing you could possibly do. Or like a little, like there's like a little helicopter spinning wheel you could put on. There's yeah. all kinds of cool. Pancakes. I like that. Pancakes. And there's some really cool. <laughs> yeah, this game is really adorable, and at the same time, I'll just say in general, very emotional too. Like it. Yeah. Ties in some really strong themes of Dude, love and loss and family and all kinds of stuff. It's something really that really good. struck me in the finale too was the score is so cinematic, mm. like so next level freaking good. Belongs in a movie for a, a developer that I would not consider to be triple. I mean, I don't even know who this developer is. So, um, and it's definitely not a full price game. So it's obviously not like a sixty seventy dollar well, game. That's what they started with, right? Weren't they making short films and then they were making they, short films? This is their first so maybe they had a connection. Yeah. They had a yeah, yeah, composer yeah. connection or something like that. Because yeah, the music is just one of the best scores I've heard all year. It's just so amazing at the end, especially. Yeah, this this music has I'm so glad you said that because I had forgotten that point. But in my as I was playing, I thought the same thing, especially with headphones in. I was like, dude, this is Yeah. Absolutely Even just the gorgeous. passive walking around music. I'm like, the, the only other game going on here. The only other game this year that's done that to me. Well, there's been a few games that have had really good music, but the only one that kind of struck me that I was I was expecting something like Artful Escape to have good music, and it does. But it does, a game does. like Kena, I wasn't expecting the music to be this good and kind of catch my attention. And also Death mm. Store. Those are the two soundtracks that kind of mm. made me sit up and go like, why is this so good? Should Death Store is good? very unique. Yeah, I do like so that. So good. So good. They're just paying more attention to that sort of thing, you know. The soundtrack, a, a really good song, like d during a really like powerful moment or intense moment, is gonna make you remember that that moment even more. You it know? drove home the finale of Kena for me completely. Like it yeah. almost like made it the like one of the best third acts I've played this year. Like seriously, just because of how powerful that music was, and yeah. it drove it home. Yeah, What's, that's not saying much though, because it's been a mediocre year, right, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> As far as third act, yeah, I Jeff. guess so. We'll get to we'll get to that. I'm just teasing it. We'll get to that. Hey, right. we're only halfway there, so we. I am I am both surprised and not even a little bit surprised that Kyle has gotten as far as he's gotten in Lost Judgment. Uh, we all knew he was excited for this game. He loves the Yakuza games. He loved Judgment, and this was easily one of the most hyped games he's been talking about it this summer. And um, I was very much looking forward to his take on it. And so, Jeff, uh, Kyle, now that you've gotten more time into it, I think you said you're you might be close to the end. What are your thoughts? Is this, this hold up? Is it better than the original? Is it just exactly what you expected? What What do you think? You know, I had I had no idea. I, you know, you watch the trailers and I go, well, you can walk dogs and you go to school and this is wild. Like it's it just seems like there's a lot going on in this game. So yeah. when I was playing, Those are like it, two of the most boring examples of things to do. Wait, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, it sounds boring. No, in a video game, it's awesome. In, in a video really. game, it's great. Have you ever walked a dog in a video game? It's amazing. Well, not since Nintendo Dogs. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> well, this one, it's your crime fighting buddy. So, like, he can sniff out, like, clues. And... Come on. Okay. Come on. It's That's pretty different. dope. Um, That's our right there. Anyways, um, I don't know. They're... I'm playing this game at the beginning, and I'm starting it. And like the, I would say the first four hours of this game, it's a lot of, like, hey, here's a lot of preteen problems. And yeah. here's a lot of, like, this. And it's a lot. I'm still there. I'm like still they're there, unpacking yeah. a lot of that at the beginning. And you're Wait, like, you're still there okay. in the game, or you still have preteen problems now as a human being? <laughs> you, know. you want me to be truthful, or do you want me to stay on topic? I, I don't want to answer that. <laughs> keep going. Sorry. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so it, it's really... Um, you know, I see a lot of it in the group, too, where it's like, boy, yeah, it's a little slow start. It is. It is absolutely a slow burn at the beginning. But, like, you, all this time you spend doing these weird things that don't feel like a Yakuza game pay off in big ways later in the story. Um, you know, yeah, you are spending a lot of time out of high school. Like I said last week, you are beating up a lot of teens. Uh, uh, but you're also, you're also... By the way, as an adult. To be fair, though, as like an adult, you're a 30, feet. like, 8-year-old man. Yeah, you're just yeah, coming you're... to school, you're like, I'm a teacher! And, like, beating them up. It's crazy. They're, like, uh, 6 or 7 feet tall, though. I mean, let's be honest. They're, like, rugby players. <laughs> it's not yeah, even these fair. kids are really buff and really... It doesn't like, matter. Hilarious. Good fight, too. Hilarious. Um, Let's Anyways, see how the I, judge thinks of that. They were really buff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, these 16-year-olds were, like, built like 24-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, I, I, it's, it, it is a slow burn. But, like, some start, stuff starts happening in the cases. And there's, and there's so many things to do in this game that, like, uh, I, I think this is the most things you could ever do in a Yakuza game. I, 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 I feel oh, like yeah. there's more things to do in this game than ever before. Uh, it's kind of insane. I'm still like finding new things where I'm like, well, there's a biker gang club. Let's join that, you know. And and now yeah. I'm building those like, what are those Japanese like bikes called? Uh, the, the ninja bikes, like Kawasaki's. No, these are like the ones with like the giant like uh, eight, like handlebars and. Uh, oh, they're up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're they're oh. they're like biker gangs that are like. I oh, forget okay. What these bikes are called, oh. but anyways, like. Uh, I'm, I just joined one of those and I like, have to infiltrate and like solve a case here and like everything just about revealed solving. to all of our listeners how non-manly we are because we don't know anything about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you know, I like, know, I know the name, boom, it's you know? just not entering my brain. I know Harley Davidson, I think, or G. Well, I mean, Harley is is a company, but there's like a there's a name for that style, like where the handlebars are up here. I just the name is escaping me. I call it uncomfortable. Yeah, no way those are comfortable. Anyways, uh. I, I feel like this game is just ridiculous. I feel like there's it's it's more Yakuza than the last judgment was in terms of just like there's a lot of just silliness going on. Yeah. Uh, 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 so there's a lot of vibe whiplash, but that's like what the Yakuza is all about. It's like, well, I just did something really heartbreaking with like a three year old girl who was lost from her mother. And now I'm beating up people like grown men in diapers. I'm you beating know? Like up it's that just... three year old. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm beating up that three year old. You know? uh, just, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of whiplash emotions, but I feel like they always like carve the way really, really well. And I feel like this is like them at their best. I feel like the combat's at its best. I feel like everything in this game is at its best. Uh, it's surprisingly amazing looking. My roommate came down and was like, whoa, this game looks great. I was like, yeah, it's not what these games are known for. They're not known to be looking great, you know. Yeah, but it, it does it, look great. It's a very um, sharp looking on game. On our TVs, yeah. Yeah, big time, big time. Um, so, I don't know. I just, I have nothing but great things to say about this game. People who are big fans who are, like, struggling at the beginning. I, I'm not saying I was struggling, but just, like, just know that there's a reason why you're doing all these, like, menial tasks. Uh, I figured then, there was, yeah. 
and then they become they become big plot points later. You're you're meeting all these people and doing all these things for a reason, and um, it feels very persona at moments for people who like those social links weird stuff. Mm, okay, uh, never saw that coming. Yeah, huh? persona huh? making big riffs, huh? No, I was referencing the song, Kyle. Sorry. Oh, okay. You never see them coming. No. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the song. <laughs> it is a good song. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I have that whole CD, and I didn't recognize the, uh, the <laughs> Sorry, I didn't doing. sing. I didn't sing it because I'm not Jeff. I'm not <clears throat> talent. So you know. Uh, take it away, Jeff. You know the song. I know you do. Uh, anyways, I, I could go on and on about this game, but for time's sake, just I, I think I think it's amazing, and it's definitely going to be a game of the year contender that I will bring up to you guys one time, and you guys will go didn't play it, and then we'll oh, not talk no. about it. You know, again. I hope that <laughs> they oh, no, figure out this game for sure. I hope they figure out the whole fiasco with like the actor and all that nonsense. I really do like, too. This it needs to keep me. going. That stuff scares me. That like yeah. like yeah, hey, this is so that. disappointing. Is that just kind of stuck. I don't know how that got yeah. resolved or if it did. To be honest, news travels slow. I think the boat is still coming over to carry the news. It's from... actually the boat's actually yes. in the harbor right now, and it can't park because that's a very they, real issue. They unplugged right now. their internet. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I was going to ask. Uh, so Kyle, you played like uh, like like a dragon, right? And did yeah. you beat it? I did, yeah. You did beat it. So I don't remember, because I got pretty far in the game. I felt like I did. Um, not, like, near the end or anything. But I don't remember them being there being as much stuff to do that Lost Judgment has, which is kind of crazy. No. Because I, I expect those fact, in a Yakuza game. Not In fact, uh, uh, Like a Dragon had a lot of, like, no extra, like, huge things that you're doing. on this. You're doing side stuff, but there's not, like, this vast amount of, like... Yeah. Game mechanic changing activities, if I, yeah. if I can call it that. You I don't know? recall that. Yeah. Uh, maybe there is two or three, but this game has like twelve. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's uh it's insane. Um, so cool. I really. also just like that we're doing that city from like a dragon. We're now uh -huh. we're doing it in this format of game, and I just that feels really cool. Like now nah, I get to fight in these areas without it being turn based, and it just like I don't know that that That's feels cool. really nice. It's cool. And that they built that whole from map. fight to fight. Uh. Yeah, skateboarding's amazing still. Skateboarding yeah. club is amazing. Ooh. Join that club immediately. Uh, so lots I was going to ask grinding, you, get my Tony Hawk on. Yeah. I was going to ask you after Like a Dragon, which of course was both critically, commercially, and fan-wise received very, very well, or folks who didn't know the series like myself, who really enjoyed the time I played with it, I had at some point plan on playing it more. I always That always happens to me with those big, lengthy games that aren't my Hard, favorite, man. but I like like Tales yeah. of Arise, like a dragon i like these games and but then i'm like well it's probably like third or fourth on my list of what i'd rather play yeah, any I given play. moment that's all, i mean it's not an insult to it it's just no no i i know what it feels like to look at the time frame like as an uphill battle you know yeah. it's just like oh i'm not like, so like he was talking about tales like i played 70 hours and i'm like i'm never gonna have time for that like, <laughs> yeah you don't have to do and i'm side, loving that game side, i think it's amazing so which which combat do you prefer at this point now that you've seen oh don't make me choose yeah i couldn't tell you i mean i think i always prefer like the uh the beat em up style like the judgment is because yeah, i think yeah. i said in chat i was like this feels like the natural like the progression yeah. of like the 2d beat em up like you know this this is 3d double dragon this is 3d mm. river city ransom that's all this <laughs> series is you're going to stores you're buying items that like beef your, yourself up you buy items it's literally River, River City Ransom, but at 3D. So, like, yeah. I like that. But, like, I thought that changing it to uh, turn base worked better than I ever imagined it ever would. So, it like, great. I, I think yeah. that there's always going to be... I thought I would hate it. 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Great. Yeah, I thought there would always. I think there's always going to be room for both. But if you're asking was, me to choose a baby, I think it's going to be the beat 'em up style. I gotta so. tell you, the turn-based combat in Like a Dragon, I thought it was better than Persona Five, which people love so much. <laughs> like I uh, thought, yeah, I did personally. And uh, I like I, I like turn-based RPGs. I do. Yeah, but same I here. Just, and I, I gotta be honest, I love Persona Five. I think the turn-based and Yakuza Seven is amazing. I think it's like top tier. It's it's one of the better ones. It yeah. feels actiony while you're choosing stuff. That's yeah, Persona does that too, but I think th- things feel like they're always going on. Like you're not just standing there in a menu. Well, they do that like combined flashy move. Like at a certain point, I forget what triggers that, but like I think they need kind of more stuff like that with like yep. the, in the in the you know, future sequels. You know, yeah. kind of more. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, um, I do want to talk about the new netflix show midnight mass that i only started watching because of jeff so so annoying he's like you this show is bonkers and i'm like well what's bonkers about it so i started watching <laughs> well, what's bonkers um, <laughs> yeah because I, I couldn't tell you you have to find out on you your have own. to watch it yeah. Um, yeah so we will keep it completely spoiler free well i can't say completely because jeff's going to talk about it but well, as spoiler free as we can wow shots um, <laughs> no? no? fired <laughs> no? okay all right Man, tim has been like just such an angry dad about spoilers the past few days huh? <laughs> I've got a lot of thoughts. I've got a lot of thoughts. Channing Tatum's in this show. Channing Tatum. <laughs> no, shut up. Actually, you know what? He's right behind Jeff. Channing, get on in here. It's well I have in my background too. for all shows now. <laughs> Between Channing Tatum and Willem Dafoe, those are our two celebrity mascots for the show. All right. So, totally kidding, of course. It's actually thanks to Jeff that I even tried the show. I didn't even, it didn't like jump out at me as something I have to watch. I did like the artwork. The artwork mm-hmm. kind of bit of a stranger things vibe i mentioned that yeah, before. It does. Yeah. um and did you uh, watch the trailer nope yeah I, I didn't i don't think i did either i just All knew that it was, was i, the, I, I knew did that it, it was, didn't uh, ruin anything in fact it misled you the only thing thought was amazing the picture behind you jeff with the that actor i forget his name is playing uh, link later i think yeah he's playing the, uh, the priest or the pastor he um i recognized him Right away, like because mm-hmm. his face is the biggest on the little poster thing, and he was in that show, The Adventures of New Old Christine, or whatever that show was called with Julia mm-hmm. Dreyfus. Oh yeah, that's right, he was. My wife had watched that show, and he's the brother on there, and he's he's got great dry delivery. It worked for a like a live a live crowd sitcom. It worked fine. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, he's the only one I recognized. Once the show started, I realized right away it's got an actor who I really liked a lot back in Friday Night Lights days. Um. Clear oh, Riley. Clear uh, eyes. Main... Can't lose. Yeah. And um, it's a great show, by the way. Like, it's a little teen mm-hmm. soap opera-y, admittedly. Uh, maybe a lot teen soap opera but it's still really, really good. Um, I've heard. Anyway, I've heard. I've been meaning to watch that. Zach Guilford is his name. He's really, really good. I hadn't seen him in much else um, until this. So, anyway, I just wanted to say thanks for the recommendation. It is very good. I don't have a ton to say about it outside of saying if you like mystery thrillers with a good dose of horror as well, not throughout. Mm-hmm. But certainly it's there. Um, there's good. a lot to love here. There's a lot. That's to what love. I love about it. Yeah. So, but and you guys want to say anything about it? I, I mean, I, I don't want to dig too much into it. No, for sure. I, and I'll I'll keep it as almost as vague as you. Is that uh, I was just hyped on this purely based on Mike Flanagan, um, yeah. who who wrote and well, I don't know if he wrote solely, but he wrote for sure on and directed uh, uh, Doctor Sleep, and he did Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Uh, and Bly Manor, of course, the follow-up. And his um, wife is in this and in most of those, too. Yeah, most she's those, she's yeah. in Hush as well, which and is Hush like the first movie of his that I saw that I was like, whoa. And believe it or not, there's there's a scene in Hush 
where uh, his his wife, uh, I think they were just dating at the time or whatever, but his wife um, plays the lead in that. She plays like a deaf girl, but she's an author. And uh, one of her friends comes by and is like, I read your new book. Uh, and she shows it to her and it's, it says Midnight Mass on it. And she's like, oh, my God. Uh, I love what happens with Riley and Aaron, which are the two, like, kind of the main characters what? in Night Mass. Yeah, yeah they, he literally name drops. This movie the is what, like, 10, that's like 10 years this old? This movie came out like 2014 or 15 or so something. He like that. Okay, so he has this in his back pocket for sure. Yeah, he, this feels like a passion project if there ever is this was. Is this based one. on some? It looks very graphic novel based or something, is it? I would, don't think. Would, I guess, think this is like, Brain Baby. Like, preacher, this is very preachery. Yeah. The, the graphic novel preacher, but yeah. preacher is more comedy, and this one's more, obviously, it's more serious and dramatic. Yeah. More about the characters and stuff. There are a lot of long. I mean, I'm talking very lengthy monologues where characters mm-hmm. will talk, yeah. and other There's characters. There's a whole episode that's like a monologue. And other characters yeah. will very <laughs> intently listen to them, and the way he directs it, it usually starts with the two of them talking. And I saw he. There's probably been eight scenes like this. That's why it jumps out at me. Yeah. And it'll have both of them talking, and then it will show the other person from like mid distance, you know, maybe ten feet away, and then it just does a slow zoom while they talk. It doesn't cut. They just keep going. It's really, yeah. really. I mean, it keeps going. I'm talking for several minutes. Those, at those time. Act, that takes some endurance as an actor. Yeah, if you got to pull does. that off in front of the camera. And there's a lot of good there's memory. A lot too. of long shots. Yeah. A really lot of long shots as they're going through town. A lot of like backward walking. Like the camera's going backwards, obviously, and the and the actors walking towards it. And there's like so few cuts in a lot of those scenes that yeah. kept jumping out at me. Like, dude, these actors. Have you have you seen Haunting of Hill House? Because there's one um, episode you where really, I mean, you would like that, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's along the same lines where there's it's more character-driven horror-ish uh, type stuff. It's Rahul but that Coley one, in that too. That no, one but he's a, in the second one. Okay. Yeah. That one has a um. Fly man. That one has a single episode in it where it's just all one take. Obviously, there's like a few cuts in there, but the illusion is it's all one take. Yeah, and it's just this dude just loves doing camera tricks with his stuff, and it you helps. should really watch uh, Hill House. I think you. Yeah, would, uh... I, I I'm going to now because I really enjoyed this a lot. I, I loved the direction, I loved the writing, and I loved the acting. Yeah, I the writing say was top uh, especially for the religious stuff that they handled. I, I like how just in general very character focused it was, and mostly grounded, and of course not always grounded, but mostly grounded. Yeah. And and when they did go there, I would say it wasn't like they obviously didn't have the biggest budget ever for some special effects and makeup uh-huh. type stuff but overall it's still they did a great job I, dude i think yeah. the thing you mentioned the budget thing and, and i feel like you're right but at the same time he saw that budget as like i feel like a challenge and he still sold it he still sold the horror of it a situation without needing to do the horror i feel like gore. i could you know what i mean like i felt anxiety watching some of those horror scenes yeah. So he nailed it completely. Yeah. With whatever I feel like I, feel like I know where people like I could probably map out that town for you after watching that show. Like it was yeah, really exactly. yeah. yeah. We we uh, Jeff brought it up that it felt very Life is Strange like True Coloursy where it's like Dude, it's, I thought it's a I town, it's that. a street, yeah. maybe three streets. That's how big it yeah. is, you yeah. know. And I thought it's all this, right there. This seems like a really good Telltale game. As I was playing, it, I was like yep. or like a Wolf Among Us type of a thing where mm-hmm. not at all like the same storyline, but like the same vibe of. These characters, it's a very lived-in town with tons yeah. of rich yeah. history and a lot of a lot of brokenness and a lot of bitterness. You and You see yeah. the, Even, the, the actors as the characters. That's when you know the, the writing and the, I don't know, the character work, at least in, in terms of the small town, is, like, really good. When you, when you forget who the actor is and you're like, oh, holy crap, you know, that's 
That's fine. I didn't even know that was Elliot from E.T. until like three episodes in. I'm like, oh, that's that yeah. actor that's yeah. in all of these shows. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, he's in Dr. Sleep with Jack Nicholson. So much Holy like crap. old man makeup, you know, like it's. Apparently it's, he's in a lot of Flanagan stuff. He is. Yeah, he, he is. He's, yeah. he's, he is. He's in Ever all. Ever since the, uh, Hill House, I think he's been in yep. all of everything. Yep. Uh, I get it, though. He's great. Was that the same guy? I think he might have been Leo's friend in The Gangs of New York, too. I could be wrong. Anyway. Oh, oh, um, all right. Well, that's a great show. Highly recommend it. Yeah, it's uh, my favorite of. I've seen hundreds of shows. Seven uh, episodes. I've seen really dozens. And, and, and this favorite. is my. This is definitely my favorite. <laughs> Not dozens. hundreds, but dozens. <laughs> I've seen two. All right, let's talk about our favorite games of the year so far. Uh, before we do that, I want to talk to we talk to you guys about what Metacritic says the best games of the year are so far. I won't won't spend a lot of time on each. Instead, we'll give you each a couple minutes to share your favorites. But I did want to go through this list, and I'll go through it quickly because it's lengthy, but I wanted to go through the list of games that Metacritic has ranked either right at, I I added a couple that were just below 80 and up, and we'll work our way up. You know, what's interesting is um, uh, as I I look at all these, there weren't a whole lot that seemed to me, at least if you looked at the list, but without knowing the scores, that seemed like home run, everyone's going to love this game. We were talking about right. this a little bit. There was um, one at the, at the midway point of the year where I played it, and I was like, oh, this is not for me at all. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't get it at all when they were I'm like 95 you. or what. It was one of the highest rated ones, and I was like, how? It was crazy. It's also been a year that's been very heavy with remasters and collections and re-releases mm-hmm. and, in some cases, full-on remakes. Like still, Act feeling, for uh, still feeling the COVID after effect, I think. Yeah, yeah I think absolutely. So Right. And so, but it's been a great year for that. I know we've all talked about that in ver- at various times about, hey, I'm catching up on this series or I'm replaying this or I'm finally getting around to to this game mm-hmm. that I've been skipping for so long. Um, so it's been, and I'm not even trying to sugarcoat it, it's been nice for that purpose. Yeah. And I don't think it's been a bad year for new games. It's just been a really strange one. Um, yeah. I'm just glad there are new games. Like we could have had a year where there was, Hardly anything coming out because no one could work on anything. And that wouldn't have been that surprising. But we have had quite a few. So let me work my way up starting down here. Uh, let's see. Scarlet Nexus at 79. And by the way, the number I'm reading off is the Metacritic average. So they take all the scores and do the best they can to slap whatever those outlet scores are onto a 100-point scale if they can. So Scarlet Nexus at 79. Uh, here's some others with 79. Road 96. Oh. Olija, Ola, how do you say that Olia, one? Olia, Olia, something yeah, okay. like that. Olia. Uh, it's good. Lo- it's good though. Uh, Lost Words Beyond the Page, which is on Game Pass now. Uh, Curse of the Dead Gods and Chris Tales and Master, no, Blaster Master Zero Three, all got seventy nines along with Axiom Verge Two. Sounds about right. Yeah. So, which is by the way, to some me, that's good games in there. Be honest. Some good stuff here. Oh, and the one that I did skip because it was at seventy eight was twelve minutes, but we'll talk about that one more. Ah, son of a bee. Dude, uh, Willem Dafoe alone is like 96 points. I mean, come on. It's like <laughs> Whatever just, else is going on is that 96 yeah, like, starter. Yeah, minimum 96, right? Like, Godspeed, McAvoy. Well, at 80, at 80, we've got East 9, Monstrum Knox. I don't understand any of those words. Um, okay. Asian stuff, probably. Asian stuff the game. <laughs> probably, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Unbound Worlds Apart, Skull, cool game. That's cool Skull game. the Hero Slayer, Poke, uh, new Pokemon Snap, yeah. Humankind, Habroxia 2, Fist, Forged in the Shadow Torch, and Eldest Souls. I've got 80s. I played a few of those. Fist those is good. Right about. That's right about 
where they should be, in my opinion, for the ones I played. Humankind is very much a civilization rebuff with their own spin on things. So if you like civilization, you'll love humankind. If you don't, you will not like it. Uh, 81, Dodgeball Academia. Didn't like it. That's a little hmm. high, in my opinion, for that game. Wow. So, um, I, wasn't that I, one of the ones that Kyle turned high. Off? Yeah. So uh, I actually um, played that on my whole, like, just playing a bunch of Game, game Pass, Pass games stuff, when yeah. I first got my game. So I played about an hour of it. I actually really like it. Oh, <laughs> I just haven't damn. gotten back to it. I just haven't gotten back to it. Dan's one of the 80s. What, this is how Jeff feels all the time. You know what? Right I, think the, I think the issue is, I think the issue is you guys are just bad at it. That's no, really you good, know what the so. issue is? It's a bad game. That's what Ooh. the issue is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's, well, it's Dragon Ball Z Dodgeball. Like, that's no, what it is. No, it's bad. <laughs> I don't like the art style, and I didn't think the gameplay was fun. Oh, Other yeah. than that, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> that <was> being said <laughs> so the music other than that 7 out of 10 <laughs> so, so the music is phenomenal uh, that reminds me of Bill Burr's bit where he talks about uh, how his wife has nothing to complain about. He's making money. He's a good dad. Yeah, he's not, yeah. you know, he's he's being faithful. He's like all these good things. He's like the only thing she has against me is who I am as a person. person. That's all she has. <laughs> Once I fix that, I'm good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Genesis Noir is at 81, along with oh, Kana, huh. Kana Bridge of Spirits, MLB Dang. The Show 21, Toem. I've never heard of Vesper. I don't know what that is. And Rogue Heroes, and I mistyped this when I first glanced at it. It's Rogue Heroes, Ruins of Tassos. And I wrote Rogue Heroes, Ruins of Tacos. And I really wanted to play it because yeah. I thought that's how oh, amazing. Man. That sounds way better. Like your, your game sounds more fun. around so. the makings of a taco. Yeah. It sounds like guacamole, really. You should just play it. Guacamole. It sounded like a Cloudy the Chance of Meatballs type of a game. And I was I was all in, but that's not what it is. Uh, in the 82 rankings, we've got The Artful Escape, Smelter, Neo, The World Ends With You, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, Loop Hero, Grime, Dreamscaper, and Cyber Shadow. I played a lot of those, and yeah, I liked I liked all of them that I played. Um, so yeah, there's some really solid ones in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, 83, we've got Sunlight, which I've heard is really good. It's like a narrative adventure type of a game. So not for everybody, but I've heard Sunlight's oh, really good. Okay. Uh, Subnautica Below Zero, Omno. How does that got an 83? I don't like Omno. But... How do I not remember this? How... This sounds so familiar. Super I'm pretty sure I played platform, it and hated right? it. You tried yeah, it you just did, like I did. Yeah, and, I think you brought oh, it up and uninstalled. Like it. <laughs> oh, that's right. It's one of the most nothing games out there. That's right. That's right. There's like nothing going on in it. Yeah. Not okay. good. Um, Lost in Random, which I still haven't tried, but I want to. Yeah. It looks so cool. I that, bought it. That does look you can play it. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the art style on that looks amazing. Little Nightmares 2, also a good looking game. Great. I've heard it's good. It's great. Yeah. Knockout City, I think, was kind of a surprise Fortnite type of a still gotta play it. Yeah. And then. I think it's pronounced Kaze and the Wild Masks, or is it K's and the Wild Masks? I'm not sure. Don't that know. game looks awesome. So I, I was watching a hmm. video of this game. It's a side-scrolling kind of mascot platformer side-scrolling game, you know, a little bit Disney throwback. It's what I think Balan Wonderworld should have done. They should have just done a colorful side-scrolling adventure platformer oh, game. Look at, look at that. Yeah, but, this reminds me of like Sega Genesis games, but absolutely. like oh, looks great. You know what? Is it... um. Okay. Kaze or I, like a rabbit or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. no, I seen that when I showed it to Renee because it it basically is like Sonic, but like you know, yeah. a, a little bit different, obviously. It looks yeah. like a fun one. I haven't tried. It has it, Sega vibes, yeah. Uh, and also at eighty three is Lost Judgment. So oh, apparently all right. pretty. Is that a little low for that kind? Interesting scores, like yeah, like twelve minutes being so low and that's whatever. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, again, like I, a lot of the reviews I read were pretty glowing, but um, you know. I don't know. 
It's not going to be for... I, I feel like Yakuza and Judgment are just not for everybody. You know, it's very... It's, uh, yeah, it's particular. I wonder <laughs> what the average would be if you just looked at reviews of folks who understand and enjoy that series. Then take the average. It's probably much higher. Probably higher probably. 80s, low 90s. Yeah, uh, yeah. At 84, we had some heavy hitters, actually. So we'll start with some of the lesser-known ones. Astalon, Tears of the Earth. I, I never know how to pronounce this one. Atelier Riza. Atelier? Yeah, Atelier Riza, yeah. Rise of Two, Lost Legends, and The Secret Fairy. It's a long time. I didn't even realize the second one came out. Uh, Eastward, which I can confirm, is deserving of its 84. Great. That's a good good Great. game. Uh, Griftlands, which I need to play. That's the people who made Mark of the Ninja, and I need to play Griftlands. Oh, it looks what? Like... I did not know they came out with a new game. All yeah, right. I need to play Griftlands. Life is Strange, True, True Colors, also with an 84. Uh, Persona 5 Strikers. I got to be honest, forgot that came out this year. So yeah, yeah. I, I played was like hours of it and I forgot it came out this year to be honest. <laughs> I totally and I love that game. That's no yeah. knock. I think it's awesome. Yeah, I've heard visuals, especially on uh like on PCs or higher end consoles, I heard it looked great. Um just not the Switch, but that's what I heard. And then Resident Evil Village, also with the 84. So a whole bunch of really solid ones right yeah. there in the 84 ranking. All right, 85, just a couple of those. Um we've got Chivalry 2. Ender Lily's Quietest of the Nights and Returnal. Oh, and Umarangi Generation, my favorite. Oh, Better yeah. than Returnal, for You're sure. Liar. Such a liar. <laughs> Return what? I don't like, even know what that is. No, no, I felt like you just made that up. <laughs> no, it's real. Umarangi Generation, look it up. Came out on Switch and PC, I think. I don't know. Okay. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why it exists. Asian stuff. Whatever. Uh, at 86, now we're starting to get to some of the higher... These are, now we're into the top 20 range here with 86. Uh, almost the top 20. The Forgotten City, Tales of Iron, Sumire, and Bustafellows. All at 86. Forgotten City is good stuff. Sumire looks cool, too. You guys should check that out if you haven't. S-U-M-I-R-E. It's kind of a... Uh, well, just look it up. It's very unique looking. I think it's an adventure game. Kind of indie-style adventure yeah, cool. narrative game. Um, but I've heard it's really good. 87. There is no game wrong dimension. I think that is actually the sequel. That's why I included it, but it might be a re-release. Mm. I think it's a sequel oh. to There Is No Game. Tales of Arise, Overboard, yeah. Hitman 3, Guilty Gear Strive, and Death's Door all have 87s on Metacritic. Uh, which put, I mean, they're within four points of the lead. So th- these are all like, we're talking about the top tier. According to Metacritic, who cares about scores, right? I really want to play Strive. I just want to make that known. I that just looks amazing. Like I will never play that game online. I will never play that game with anybody because <laughs> I don't have anybody over it ever. And I know I'll just play a few rounds and go, yeah, I still like this because I played I played that game all the time like back in the day. But I just, art style on those games is always pretty. And this one that's, is such, that's such a twenty dollar game to me, you know, in terms of like how much I'm going to get out of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the 88 range, we have Before I Forget, Deathloop. F1 2021, that racing game, formula racing game, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Wilder Myth, which if you haven't checked that one out, it's on PC. Wilder Myth looks amazing. Um, it's one word, Wilder and then Myth. Um, those are all at 88. The ones I've played of those, Monster Hunter Rise, Ratchet and Clank, Deathloop, I think they're all deserving of all the praise they get. Even if yeah. I won't have them that high on my personal lists necessarily, I still like them all a lot. They're really good. I don't know about Deathloop. The jury's still out on that one. I've liked what I've played so far, but to be fair, I haven't gone back to it after my first. Yeah. I think I played yeah. like two hours, like a two-hour session when I first had I access to it. And I, I got to be honest. 
I was going to say, I got to be honest, like it really relied on one of you guys going, this might be my favorite game of the year. For well, me to even I'm, play I'm, this just game, trying to, so. I'm just trying to finish yeah. Tales and then I'm going to hop right into and mainly focus yeah. on Deathloop right after. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I watched some stuff from Adam Susser and a couple other people who were more explaining about like how you're never actually on a time limit like you like it. it the game is not as like. Yeah, no, basically like like the four different times, like if you're doing the morning section, like it's not on a timer, like you have to get to a certain thing. If you stand there, you're not going to just die. Yeah, it's just infinite. But then once you get back to the door, then it goes to the next section of the day. So So then I heard some stuff about how you choose like, like a piece of like the mission from like the menu. Yeah. Like it'll it'll actually put like a waypoint like on your, so like you always have direction. You're never just like aiming. There's a bit more choice in the moment of depending on what part of the day you're playing. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. I'm waiting for one of you guys to be like, it's amazing for me to buy it because (laughs) I'm not going to pay 60 bucks for this game. When I, I'll let you know, games are too smart for me. Please do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the top five are a little underwhelming just in terms of like, I think, how recognizable they are as well as how much I know from our panel here, our team that we haven't really played a lot of these except for one. Um, so you've got synth riders VR game at number five at 89. Really? People okay. love synth riders for PSVR. Sure. It takes two. Oh, okay. Damn. Kyle and I still got to play that, but Come on, man, when are we going to um, do it, dude? We got to do um, it before GOTY for sure. For Goaty. Yeah, uh, for sure. Play I played about three hours, maybe four of that with my wife. Um, I yeah. played an hour and it's I really thought fun. It was, I it's thought it was fun. amazing. I thought that first yeah. hour where I was like, get out of here. Like, I yeah. thought there were so many clever uses of co-op. <laughs> well, yeah, even so. just the whole premise of it, and if you haven't looked it up, I won't spoil it for anyone who's listening, I guess, but the premise of it's very interesting. The relationship, family dynamic yeah. that they, even the whole setup is like, this is an interesting and a little bit of a dark take. Uh, this guy's a dark guy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. brothers play that game. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Also at 89, so those two are both 89. Also at 89 is Fuga Mel- Melodies of Steel, the game that I still am like on the verge of buying. I just haven't done it yet. It's like 40 mm-hmm. bucks. Um, it's a it's a furry game, guys. Go take a look ah. at it. A, oh, I think I've on. got my fill this year. Gaston, where where's Gaston? Please. After playing us. Backbone, I think I'm good on furries for this year. Maybe I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I have Backbone, Fist, and I beat Ratchet and Clank. I think I'm set. And I, you know, yeah, that's, that's the holy so trinity many. of furry. That's too many. I'm. I think. Yeah, I'm done too. <laughs> yeah, anthropomorphic animals. We had our quota for the years. So. I played some bio. I played some bio mutant. It's it's too much, guys. Yeah. Too much. Oh, you <laughs> did play bio mutant. Bio mutant yeah. doesn't count. Bio mutant doesn't even count. <laughs> um, Chicory, a colorful tale. That's the one I played and I didn't like. And I was like, this is not for me at all. Yeah. And how did it's, it get such a high rating? For yeah. a few it's people. not for you. Yeah. And then right now. You guys would I'm... hate it, by the way. You guys would absolutely hate it. So I don't know <laughs> why. Derek, it wouldn't be for you either. But Derek would love it. Though. <laughs> right now at 91, I think at least the, I think it's the Xbox Series X version as a 91. That's Psychonauts 2. Wow. Um, that's awesome. That's cool. What a Cinderella story. Good for them. Like. Yeah. So. What I did for all these, since most of them had multiple platforms, I just took the highest potential ranking off of any platform and just assigned that to it. I wasn't trying to get let me super- um let me just channel a little bit of Derek energy. So basically, the top games are all indie trash, dumb garbage. This is ridiculous. Stupid year. Where's yep. Hot Wheels and Outriders? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is where's Don't Hot even Riders? mention Outriders. Different- oh, right. Outriders Unleashed. Where's the that's a very different game so i thought that was interesting looking through this is you know 75 percent of the way through the year it will be fascinating to watch as some heavy hitters like far cry 6 and halo infinite and pokemon Mm. and all these other big games you know forza horizon 5 we have a lot of games coming 
um, Guardians of the Galaxy. And I can't good. name them all, but there's so many big ones coming out. Guardians will is going to be fun. Will they interrupt somewhere in this list? You know, yeah. I'd be curious to see where those land. Or will they be like a lot of the games that usually end up being games that we all talk about usually live in the 70s and 80s because we don't always necessarily align with the critics all the time sometimes but mm. i don't think um synth writers is going to be something we're hotly debating uh, at game of the year i could be wrong so you think. um what about so, nickelodeon all-star battle just wait <laughs> just yeah wait. smash brothers what? i heard they like, added april o'neill to that game so they've yeah. added the, a lot of characters that made me actually the do game that take. i care about with april <laughs> is the beat em up tmnt game that's what i care about so oh yeah i came up so, wow without you don't have to rank them yet we can save that for a few months from now but i am curious from you guys um what are some of the games that you know as of right now three-fourths of the way through the year or halfway however you want to look at it um you definitely are going to be considering this for your favorite game of the year and so i first i said five but if you got more than that whatever just what are what are the games that you guys would list off we'll start i'll just do kind of a clockwise on my screen here so i'll start with dan what are the games that are definitely in your short list for japan crap next person all right <laughs> who's the racist one now huh this is um, not a competition and that's the worst competition yeah <laughs> it's, it's the actual worst <laughs> so um i i like started typing these down and then i was like you know what this probably actually is the order the top two could interchange really just depending on my mood but um, basically, Tales of Arise, I have in the first spot. Um, Resident Evil Village, uh, Returnal, Deathloop, and then Artful Escape, actually. Um, just because, again, I haven't actually played a lot of like newer games from this year. But, yeah. um, did that one kind of surprise you? Like, that, it did for me. I just, I, I, I remember seeing the trailers initially of it. And I was like, oh, that's a really like visually striking, like cool looking game. But, like, I just didn't know what it was going to be. And then, you know, Jeff had like brought it on. I was like, oh yeah, that game. And then, you know, it was on Game Pass and I have an Xbox now. So I was like, let me give it a shot. Yeah. So rad. Yep. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just I mean, Tales again is is a surprise for me just because of, you know, my You're sort of it. history of it and um and Resident Evil. Well, I mean, I love that series. As far as franchises go, which potentially in the future we could have a conversation about franchises, uh Resident Evil is a top tier franchise for me. So and village delivered and, uh, and yeah. that yeah and Absolutely. Returnal is is really good and I'm a pro gamer I'm the only one of us I think that beat it so I mean you know I'm just gonna throw that out there yeah you know? I do think if I gave it time eventually it might be hundred hours but I would eventually <laughs> finish it I just I would never beat that game I, I think world as much that. as I championed it and was like guys the loop on this is actually pretty fun I did hit a point I don't know how many loops in a row it was I was like you know. I think I'm good. I, I think I get it. I think I'm same, good. Same. And I and I still champion. If someone like swooped in and goes, no, guys, we really have to push this one. I'm like, I yeah, sure. I just sucked at it. But like, you know, I, I got what it was about. But like, boy, yeah, I, I hit a certain loop I'm, where I was like, I really need to play a different game. You know, I need to win. Yes, I need to win. That was me <laughs> too. I'm pretty, I'm all about creator's intent. But I think like sometimes it is okay to have like, and obviously it would take more time and more development resources and money, but like give people options, right? Like Returnal would have been cool if there was like a separate mode where it, it was basically just you playing Metroid. Like yeah. if it was just like straightforward, well, like, like game of the year already, if that were the case. Yeah. If it was Not just like you get the, the, you know, new guns and you're leveling up and you're kind of just escalating like you the save progression points, checkpoints, you beat yeah. the boss and you save right there. 
I probably would have loved it. I do admire what they did, but yeah, it's, it's not on my. It's not on my giving choice. options would have been fun to have the two different, like have there be like hardcore mode where it's like you die and you start over, or then kind of like the Metroidvania mode. You know, I will so. say when it came out, the games that had come out up to that point, like so the first half of the year, it was in my top three. But mm-hmm. it has since yeah. dropped down. It's down closer to the 10 number. It's probably not going to be in the top 10 when it's all, for me personally when it's all said and done. Uh, Kyle, what's what are some of the games on your short list? Uh, you, don't have to, you don't have to order them if you don't no, want to. No, 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 no. Obviously, we talked about Lost Judgment. I really like that game. I agree with Dan. I think Village was uh, it delivered big time. Uh, Strange, yeah, I, Life is Strange is probably going to be stuck in the top five for me. I really thought that that game was worth, uh, you know, uh, feeling feels about. Um, even though I haven't spent a lot of time with Psychonauts 2, I just immediately acknowledge all of the personality and everything, and it's it's the game that I really am intending on getting to uh, next, even though Kenya... Uh, Ken, Ken, Kenya? Kenna? Kena. 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 That's gotta be really Kane! Uh, and Tales of Arise as well. It's <laughs> another one where like, I, I'm staring down the barrel of going, I'm probably not going to be able to beat this one, but I really want to, and I think it's it actually is kind of... It feels like a special RPG that, that uh, any RPG fan should be playing right now. Yeah. Agreed. Nice. Jeff, what about you? Uh, my list is kind of garbage because I didn't really get to beat the big ones that you guys have met. Well, at least Dan has mentioned. You don't have to uh, beat them. Like, it's Returnal. Just, it, yeah. uh, it's what, what Returnal you love, I need to play yeah. more of. Yeah. Uh, and Resident Evil Village, I actually do have it in my... I have like a list of games I need to beat before a goatee uh, debate. So I do want to beat that one. Yeah. Um, but it's, I, I did rank higher the ones I beat. So um, of the ones I beat that I loved... Um, Kena, Ratchet and Clank, surprisingly. I just had so much fun with that and couldn't stop playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, Life is Strange, obviously, because <laughs> like, I loved it so much and it took me by surprise. Um, so a lot of these really just took Those two especially took me by surprise. Uh, but the Life is Strange one, I beat the uh, DLC that just came out, Wavelengths. Oh. And you play as Steph. And it's just like a, a day in the life over like four seasons, uh, basically, uh, of her running the record store. And it surprisingly focuses a lot on um, Arcadia Bay, whatever your choice was with Arcadia Bay. Whoa, because she was here. really close with Chloe in Before the Storm. So a lot of that has to do, the, a lot of the DLC, which is like two, three hours, has to do with her Interesting. coping cool. with Arcadia Bay or whatever happened to Chloe. Tie in. Like oh so. yeah, you totally just like pumped that to the top of my list. I had no yeah, idea that's what the game was about. How, how long was it? like two three hours i mean you can rush through it too like you don't have to i think you can like skip there's some foosball stuff you can play three games i think three or four games you can skip that i love doing all the stuff in that game that's that's he likes yakuza he'll do all the mini games i will do everything yeah foosball is the devil though so there's a part two where you can uh write an original song basically and each chapter that passes they're, they're like really short chapters though compared to the episodes but you can write a new part basically okay and uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, yeah, that really elevated the game for me, honestly, because I was like, oh, my God, we're actually talking about Arcadia Bay. Oh, my God. Like, it's like, oh, my God. It's kind of a long time. I got <laughs> he kept saying it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, and then uh, 12 Minutes is up there in my top five right now, just because uh, it was one of those rare games where I like I, I spent a couple days to beat it. I know some people did it in one sitting. Uh, Kyle and I have a friend that, that did it in one sitting. He just couldn't put it down. Um it's one of those rare games though where I stopped playing it and then that's all I was thinking about like all day. Yeah. When I was in bed trying to go to bed, like I was just like, "Tell minutes. Just 12 what's minutes. going on? <laughs> Maybe I can try this with the light." And then 
I don't know. I just kept trying to think of stab my wife and then (laughs) maybe if I stab my wife and he comes in and he's like, well, Godspeed. Ray Skywalker. Whatever. Godspeed, Ray Skywalker. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Oh man. Uh, yeah, I just love that game. And then uh, the only one I want to, ha- the only other one that's ranked really high that I haven't beat, but I'm just so impressed with the level design and the amount of choice in it is Hitman Three. Yeah, um, big time. It's just remarkable. I mean, no other game has really come close in terms of like all the crap you can do in just one level. Especially that that Knives Out level just blew me away. I know it's not called the Knives Out level. Yeah, but it I don't is. No, that's what it is. But it's more or less Knives <laughs> yeah, Out. What a you cool know? level. If, if you go back and play it a few times, there's so many different ways. Yeah, but, I've yeah. Gone, that's, that's the, the one thing I've gone back and played a couple times this year, and I, yeah. I feel like it's uh, some of the greatest game design ever. Yeah. Uh, they also have some really cool challenge missions, like sniper <laughs> missions, where you're just in sniper mode and you have oh. to snipe from, like, stealthily snipe them out before yeah. they notice that they're being shot at. Like, there's all kinds mm-hmm. of cool modes in that game, and you can play through the first if you own them. Play through the first two games with all the visual upgrades that three has nice. you can play all the missions from all of them you just have to own them ahead of time oh, yeah. so i mean that hitman 3 is just what an incredible game so that's yeah, on the list for, sure. for me of course that's on my short on list my i don't know where it's gonna land i don't know what where, i haven't really ranked these yet i just kind of have a list of i have like tiers like all right so here in my very top tier here are these and then the ones that recently got kicked out of the top tier by the way in recent months where games like Monster Hunter Rise, Returnal, Ratchet and Clank. It's not that they aren't good. It's just there are other games that I've played since then. They're like, yeah, I think these are these are above it. So those got shifted down. Uh, Tales of Arise is also in that second tier, which is crazy because I didn't expect to even play that game this year. But not only am I did I play it, but now it's like it's in that almost made it category, which I know that might sound like an insult. That's actually really a praise for that game Um, because I didn't expect to play it at all. Uh, So here are five that I know will be considered Hitman 3 uh, for sure. It's just a brilliant, brilliant game. It came out so early in the year. I think a lot of people are going to forget about it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Uh, Resident Evil Village was so, so good. We'll talk a lot about it in the coming months. So, so good. Death's Door, one of my favorites. And, uh, I'll probably be the only one championing it as much as uh, I'll probably be championing it the most. And that's okay. I don't expect it to be like a shared list winner or maybe even placement. I don't know. I just know for me personally, it's going to be. I just, just got to play it more because I liked whatever two hours I played of it, but I just uh, couldn't get enough. Got distracted with I don't know what, you know, sir, every game has that moment where it's like, I love this. And it could be anything. It could be a story moment. It could be a weapon you get. Was, it happened awesome. in Ratchet and Clank for me. Yeah. I, had to, I don't remember what it was, what moment it was. Of, oh, oh, okay. This yeah. Is like, amazing. oh, here's how you find everything. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Death Store just had a couple moments like that where I was like, oh, I didn't realize that I love this. That's cool. Uh, Kane of Bridge of Spirits and Psychonauts 2 both landing in my top five. I don't know where, though. At least at the moment, they are. I feel like in between playthroughs of Lost Judgment, because I know it's going to take me the longest time to beat, and I do have it in my, again, another game in my list that I want to beat before the Game of the Year show. Uh, Psychonauts is probably going to take up most of my time, because it's along the same lines of, kind of, of Ratchet and Clank and Kana mm. yeah. that I just beat back to back. So I feel yeah. like Psychonauts is going to... That game is like my time. Put, like, ma- mascot, like, you know, uh, yes. games or whatever, yeah. It's easy for folks who don't truly give psychonauts one or two a, a shot it's easy for folks to bash it because the art style is very weird it's like it kind of yeah. kind of tim burton but not really it's just it's wacky and the levels mm-hmm. levels look it's really like if weird. tim burton had a drug problem for real wait hold it's on crazy. 
Does Lost he not? Ran- yeah, Lost and Random is that straight up Tim Burton. Burton? <laughs> yeah, Lost and Random is much more is Tim straight Burton. up Tim Burton. Yeah, it's straight up. Psychonauts yeah. is like Tim. Yeah, I think you're right. Tim Burton had way on, too much on to drugs. Drink. <laughs> yeah. So this is your brain. This is. Your and I'll be talking about drugs. this game a lot, but I just I can't emphasize enough for folks like if you play it with an open mind, without like, and a lot of times we do this. I do this too. You go into a game or a movie or a show with a negative connotation already attached to it. It's gonna be. You can't really let it be what it is and really enjoy it for what it is if you do yeah. that. So if you go in there expecting it, to, and we talked about this in the group recently with something like God of War from 2018. If you go in there expecting the old God of War games or Bayonetta, sure, you're going to be like, well, it's kind of slow and clunky, and I don't like the can- It's like, well, it's a different game than yeah. those. And so yeah. I wanted it like, to be a totally different thing. Like yeah. Once they too, coded it completely you, different in every way possible. You have to at least meet these games halfway or, or movies, whatever. Like, it's just not... It's not a fair. It's crazy. Just like us too. Is it's all? It's like almost pure silliness and very funny, by the way. And then there are moments, especially in the third act, which I'm almost done with it now, that are like shockingly touching and deep. Like they explore all kinds of themes, everything Ooh. from alcoholism to losing family members to all kinds of stuff. It's like, dude, Talking my language, man. They are. And they do it still with. They still do it with. <laughs> I was like, gonna say alcoholism. <laughs> the first game was the same way, but it was more first like was... preteen issues, you know, yeah. like oh, do I fit in, you know, like a uh, uh, you know fear and stuff like that. And yeah, the these issues that you're tackling in this game, like Tim is saying, Dude, are way more like gambling anxiety. addiction and there's stuff about anxiety and having panic attacks. There's actually enemies called panic attacks, and you have to use yeah, one yeah. of your skills to uh, well, attack. That, you know, that kind of that. fits because the main character, at least in the start, I haven't played the first game by the way, but the main character, at least in the start, is trying to thrust himself As... into the adult world of being a superhero basically yeah yeah so it makes a lot of sense that he's dealing with adult problems like and and there's adult themes in it starts with basic things like let me connect this thought of money to this thought of risk and then i can make this character in their mind now make decisions in the real world so it starts with some simple concepts like that that are like oh that's creative that's cool and some of the enemies are funny and emotional baggage that's a clever take on it but then you start to fight enemies like like the panic attacks or like bad moods. And then what you have to do with the bad mood is you have to take it over at some, as soon as you have an available to take it over. And then from its perspective, you can see the source of that bad mood and it's a heart trapped in a cage. Like it's, it's all really, really mm-hmm. deep rep, like stuff that I'm like, Oh, this is a fun, silly Nickelodeon game, but there's also a ton of uh, symbolism going on. Like so much. Yeah. There's a whole level with these enemies called enablers that are like essentially shield characters. So they run around dodging you. <laughs> giving all the other enemies these huge shield boosts. You have to kill the enabler before you can take out the problems. It's crazy. I almost feel like it should be... Yeah, just think about what he just said. That's amazing. That's how clever is that. That's super clever. The high score makes complete sense. Like, it makes complete sense when you have somebody describe the game. Tim Schafer is, like, one of the best in the biz. Like, I don't always like like all of his games. Like, some of his game genres that he chooses aren't, like, aren't my favorite in the world or whatever. But, like, that guy has so much personality that he injects into all of his projects. And this is like you can tell that like this series is one of the things that means the most to him, and it just yeah. shines through in such magical ways. And I think it's I think it's an amazing game. Yeah, it's absolutely stellar. I do recommend folks give it a shot. If you're not gonna, fine, but don't pretend like it's bad just because you haven't tried it, or pretend like it's bad because they don't. Apparently, they don't have a great end game. You know, like as far as or like uh, after you finish the game, you go back and do all the collectibles. Apparently there's <laughs> You not. weird nerd, this, just move on to the next game. This Thank sounds you. like a, a reference. Yeah, it's a narrative yeah, game. Yeah, you weirdos. Like, if oh, I can't play more of the done. game I beat, you know? Like, I don't know. So stupid. Just play, yeah. just play <laughs> a new also, game, Also, it's a, a tales, then. 
it's a huge game. It's got so many levels. Like I thought I was going to finish it way. I thought, the co- I thought like the collectibles already seemed overwhelming in that game. To be honest, like oh you have to I do can't all imagine these doing. I can't imagine doing every level over again. There's so many. There's there's got to yeah, be a dozen. I don't know. So, yeah. So okay. Yeah. Whatever. So, People are um, weird. It's fine. Excellent. Excellent. Excellent game. If you've got the Series S or X or a PC to play it on. Um, I think that's the way to go as opposed to the Xbox yep. One or PS4 because the visuals are truly good and they the really load are. time they load do times look really on, good the on the S. I'm surprised. Or, yeah, if you play on PS5, or not PS5, sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, Xbox Series X or the PC, you'll get really good load times, which helps a lot too. All right. Yeah. All right. I digress. We're not talking about that anymore. Sorry about that. But I, I love that game. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about a few headlines before we wrap things up. It, it will be fun over the next few months. Oh, you know what? Before we do headlines. It'll be fun to see what else jumps up on the list. Thinking about the stuff that's coming out this holiday season, October through December, um, and I can name a few if you need a refresher, but what do you think has the best chance? If you had to think of one game, what, is, what has the best chance of cracking your top 10, maybe even top five, just based back, on... Back for I can blood. give you the easiest, most obvious answer, and it's Forza. Back <laughs> like for it's, yeah, I think Forza too, but Back for Blood for me as well. Back yeah, for Blood, okay. Yeah. Dan, what do you think? What do you, you think? Tetris? Um, no, I said I said pretentious because you're like Forza. Tetris too. Um, well, I so I reserved uh, Guardians the other day and something else. I forget what was another big one. Um, it's not coming to mind right now. But I mean, Guardians, like after after watching those uh, that preview with Easy Allies and just like yeah. other previews, also saying like, oh, this is actually shockingly seems like it's going to be really good. Um, this is what the Avengers game should have been or along the lines of this quality, um, that I'm actually now pretty excited for that. Um, and visually, it actually looks really good. Like, if you if you watch, like, a high... Um, like, a high-quality video on YouTube of, of like, the actual in-game, like, th- like, the character models are really solid, really nice, um, good colors. Um, it's the Deus Ex team. Like, they're amazing yeah. at telling stories. It's going to be an amazing story. Like, it's going to be yeah, so yeah. great. So, yeah, I think I think that will hopefully as long as like the game runs well and the combat is, um, you know, challenging, but not frustrating. Just don't play the Switch cloud version or whatever. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, It'll be fun. I think for me, it's it's right now. It looks like two games that are coming out next week are vying for that potential top spot it's between Far Cry 6 or Metroid Dread. Those are the two that I'm most excited about. They could both totally disappoint. Like, the last Far Cry game I played was Far Cry New Dawn. You could argue it wasn't a mainline one, I suppose. That's fine. That one was, in general, a letdown for me. um, Because it really did feel like more just Far Cry 5. And I I liked Far Cry 5 a lot. I played New Dawn, and I was like, oh, they're kind of retreading everything. It wasn't until the end of the story that it Mm -hmm. felt different, and they went some cool places. But, yeah, that game just didn't quite do it for me. So, I'm... I'm cautiously optimistic that Far Cry 6 will deliver what the trailer seemed to be showing us so far. We'll see. Um, and so we'll see if I'm actually bitten by the same old Far Cry bug that everyone else apparently gets bitten by, and that is more Far Cry. And then maybe, maybe that'll happen to me this time. I don't know. But I do think Metroid Dread is going to be that, on my list somewhere. That was the other one I was I think thinking. So too. I think that'll rank pretty high. Yeah. It looks very quality. It does. And I don't think it's coming out this year, but for some reason it still has a nebulous 2021 release date, I think. Is Little Devil Inside? Is that coming out this year? Oh my god! I don't that, think so. That like kept. He- no like, way. They were saying fall 2021 for like the longest time, and then like it's just time is coming gone, and it's, it's got to like, be spring, like everything else, right? I don't know, dude. I'm Probably. so excited for that. Like it looks Me so too. unique it looks awesome. and awesome. Yeah, if, we, and... if we knew that was coming this holiday, that would be on my short list for. Hey, yeah. watch out for this yeah. one. You know. 
At this uh, point, and, even the Wikipedia just gave up on release date. They just said, right. oh, we're yeah, just going right. to remove the release date. This game has been in development for, I think, around five years at least. Oh, so, wow. It yeah. looks so good. Oh, yeah. yeah, it does. It's going right, to kill when it comes out for sure. I, I'm, I'm not a Halo fanboy, but Halo could splash really big. So It, it could. It could. Yeah. It could. Oh, Let's by see. the way, that brings up something that really annoys me, and that is the Game Awards. I posted about this in the group. Mm. Yep. They hold the Game Awards the first or second week of December every year. And they cut out every game that's not released before whatever the date is. November 20-something is usually sure. the cutoff date. Yeah. And so in the past, they've cut out major games like Final Fantasy XV, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Didn't Valhalla get cut out? Immortals? No, Valhalla made the cut last year, but they nominated oh, okay. it for like action or something weird. Like That was the only thing that got nominated for it. Because yeah, no one really played it. People played it, yeah. It wasn't <laughs> fair to... Um, so I just think it's weird. I think there's a reason why the Golden Globes and Oscars happen in the first few months of the year. because they were viewing everything from the last right. year. So exactly. I don't know. Um, whatever. I, that's a bummer that they do that, though. So I feel like Halo Infinite, that reminded me of that. Halo Infinite has a December release. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to affect the sales. It would just be cool if the Game Awards would. And apparently uh, the gunk is targeted for a December date, the but gunk, we, don't, right. uh, we don't know what uh, what day yet, but that's hopefully right. that, that stays. That Hey, man, that's it's going to get the shaft now. The I mean, if if Dying Light 2 hadn't gotten Shame. delayed, that was a December release. So, yeah. 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 Um, but it got delayed, so that point is moot. Or as Joe Joey from Friends would say, it's like a cow's opinion. Moo. It's, a, it's a moo point. It's, it's, it's just moo. It's, it's moo. It's moot. All right, a couple of headlines for us to cover before we close things out. I'm sorry, What's I love funny friends. is that Joey. joke actually makes sense when you think about his explanation of it. I was yeah. like, yeah, 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 I can see that actually. Yeah, that's why in his mind it always made sense. It's like, yeah, it's a moot point. Yeah, it's like a cow's opinion. It's moot. Oh, by the way, speaking of '90s sitcoms, Seinfeld out on Netflix. We we'll start binging through that here. Yeah, I love that show so much. All right, so a couple general news items to get through in our headlines here. The PC version of Monster Hunter Rise is coming out on Steam January 12th, so you'll be able to check it out there. I think there's a demo, if it's not out yet, coming soon. Um, But yeah, you'll get a much prettier version of that for sure. But I got to be honest, Monster Hunter Rise ran really well on my Switch. It just, they certainly found some clever ways to cut corners with visuals and textures, and I admire the the way they did it, but I bet you it's going to look good. I bet it's going to look great on PC. Probably. Probably. Uh, most things do. Netflix, speaking of Netflix, between Midnight Mass and Seinfeld, they also acquired Oxenfree's developer, Night School Studio. Yeah, yeah buddy. They're doing Netflix stuff. has, uh, this is their, I think they've been acquiring devs already because they want to explore gaming, but this is their biggest one. This is yeah. like the biggest one they've done, yeah. Now, the, the developer did come out and say it doesn't affect any of our current plans. We're still working on Oxen Free 2. Yeah. The platforms we already announced it for, like Switch and other consoles, it's going to come to those, but we're excited about blah, blah, blah. Netflix is cool. great. They, they're our yeah. daddy. Yeah. They're our t- who's your daddy? <laughs> daddy. <laughs> yeah, daddy Netflix. Um, who's your daddy? What's he do? Another TV show-related thing, The Book of Boba Fett has a release date, December 29th. December is going to be killer for tv because you got the witcher new season and yeah boba coming out boba if they're doing the disney release plan that just means one episode which is weird to debut one episode before the year ends i know maybe they wanted to squeeze it in for awards yeah. for next year. i don't know i don't know yeah um i mean that season is from fall to fall who so, cares I am know. i right you know yeah. who, gives, who yeah. cares about who cares star wars, about star yeah. wars. Who cares? it's gonna be exciting More like man. boba I'm... fat because he's a piece of garbage doesn't work out i don't I don't know. Whatever. Ouch. He's very fat. He's a Listen, fat man. Listen, I will watch as long as they don't have any offensive names of spaceships 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and I think employee they one. Care. So I think we're That's good. his new name. Is that his new name? <laughs> employee one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why we haven't gotten anything from Boba Fett for a while, right? They had to figure out his ship, the new name. You know, they just had to. They I wish they would have said its name. They could have never said it. And, and but instead, they chose <laughs> like, chaos. Like, they chose chaos instead. Oh, cool. Hey, you know what? We're going to make a statement. You call yours. I would have loved it if they went the uh, they, the Washington football team around and just called it spaceship. That would have been great. They just yeah, called it. Great. I'm just glad. <laughs> I'm just glad that they single handedly fixed everything. So they did. Yep, Between firing, they fixed firing Cara Dune and <laughs> changing the name, like they're taking care of everything for us. It's great. <laughs> yeah, destroying entire planets oh, uh, with like millions of people living on them. That's that's fine. Kids can watch that, but you can't yeah. call a ship the Slave One. You know, like. True. Uh, he literally put someone in carbonite and put it in his ship. Like, you know, it's a solemn to oh, a, a slave trader way, called Jabba the Hutt. I mean, Kyle, this might have been you because most of my like funny Star Wars things that I think of that come to mind are usually because of you. Um, that's why I follow you on Facebook. Otherwise, I wouldn't be your friend. Um, thank you. Thank you. But I think you had. I think you posted this, and it made me laugh so hard. It was I just now realized that the entire time that Leia's wearing that gold bikini, Han can't see. Yeah, yeah, what a bummer, right? Man. Han, yeah. trust me, I'm hot yeah. right now. Yeah, he doesn't get to see. Han, so that's you can just see me, like God. Yeah, I worked really hard for this. The studio made me lose ten pounds. Anyway, um, all right, that's new layers okay. of fear project uh, has been teased, or I guess yeah. the teaser has been revealed by the Bloober team, which is one of the funniest dev team names for a horror game. Bloober. Yeah, they make quality horror stuff too. They do so the medium. Just... Had some good moments, even though it wasn't my favorite game. It had some really strong moments. Yeah, I didn't have fun with that game. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> I didn't have fun with the game, but it had no, good story. it's not moments. supposed to be fun, but the story is great. <laughs> it is really good, if you get to the end of it. Um, Tokyo Game Show highlights. Dan, I'll let you take this one away. I mean, I actually didn't... Um... I didn't put anything. I I was going to put more in there, but I forgot to get around to it. But basically, the main thing is... um, Hold on. Let me actually get to what I typed. Where the hell did I put it? Come on. Put in the comment, maybe. Did you, did you move it? There we go. Uh, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin has a release date, and that is yeah. March 18th, which I actually just <laughs> remembered. That that's that's my wife's so, birthday. So Wow, that's so chaotic. So, yeah, my wife's birthday is just going to be full of chaos. <laughs> so, chaos, just chaos. <laughs> just chaos. Bullshit. Um, so they released a... I showed up to, like, three people at work, and they're like, I'm not playing that. And I'm like, so, I know. <laughs> So they released, hold on. So they released a second demo today. Okay. It's for PS5, Xbox Series XS, and it ends on October 11th. So I look, I was on Twitter and there was a video, there was people, different people circulating a section of the demo. So the main character's name is Jack. He's just like the most like just regular, just Joe Schmo white dude, just like. Yeah, yeah. In, in like this like anime fantasy, like nonsense world. Um, and there's like this anime chick. They introduced her in the new trailer. I think her name is like Neon or something. And she's like going off, going on this whole like diatribe about like, you know, the chaos. And like, I was going to consume the chaos and then like hope that the warriors of light would show up and then kill me. So then this nightmare would end. And and Jack in just completely like just straight faced, like a few seconds passes. There's a really awkward pause, classic yeah. anime yeah. moment there, a few, too. Like a bunch of seconds. Pause, yeah. Seems like an eternity. Bullshit. And then he pulls out a smartphone and he's got headphones, earbuds in his ears. And it's like it's like what? Like early 2000s, like Lincoln like Park. Puddle of mud. Like biscuit. Yeah, like, <laughs> like Puddle of Mud. It's like music. raising it to the sh- Come with it, man. 
out. <laughs> and he just walks away. He just walks away what? and it cuts to black. And then like, so and then they're just walking in a forest and he turns off the music. And it's like, what, what even was that? What oh, happened? The vibe of this game. Like I cannot get him out of context. Listen, at all. If it were, if it were played for laughs, like a devil may cry five type moment, I could see them doing something yeah. like that. to be funny. Right. I'm, all in on that but that looked like it was a t- <laughs> and that's the point i was trying to make earlier i was like you know maybe it's trying to go for a bayonetta thing but just like not no, getting it like, at all no, this, sec- this, this yeah. second this second trailer actually was like oh this seems a bit this actually does seem a bit serious yeah. like i'm actually i'm actually liking the vibes of this new Same. trailer yeah. but like even though i still think jack is just kind of like a super generic dumb character like but then that I saw that scene, I was like, "What is even? What is happening? What, here's, what is here's the on? here's the silver lining though. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite games from 2017, Horizon Zero Dawn, had some pretty horrific NPC interactions with bad voice acting, just poorly written, sure. or maybe it was placeholder and they just never changed it. I don't know, <laughs> but there were a few that even went viral, and that didn't take away from that game. No, being absolutely no. amazing. So That's this true. Could I didn't even be, notice until you said it. I was like, "Oh yeah, that, is, that was pretty bad." This could be one of those. And it could be just a good example of how the whole game is. So we'll see. I mean, it's clear. Clearly, he's not of this world. Like him and his little bu- his little crew there. Like they're clearly not actually from that world. Is that seems. clear? I don't. Is it clear? It is. Clear? It is. Well, because like so. Only when thing you that's actually, clear is that he likes music. But like no. so when you, when you pull up the demo though, like and it shows them walking into like the castle, they look at like they're just in regular clothes, like not it, okay. fantasy clothes whatsoever. Sure, they just look sure, like sure. They're, like they're wearing sneakers, like that you know, like Nikes practically, like. They just look like regular dudes, so that, well, that's one, my impression. With it being announced for March, I had to read real quick. Here's the games that currently have release dates between January and March. I'll go real fast. Elden Ring, Pokemon Legends Arceus, <laughs> Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction, uh, Dying Light 2, Stay Human, Hori- Horizon Forbidden West. Oh, I'm, I'm skipping a bunch, by the way. I'm just doing the major <laughs> ones. Uh, Sifu, The Saints Row Remake, oh, Evil geez. Dead The Game. Oh Vampire God. the Masquerade Swan Song, Gran Turismo 7, Triangle Strategy, Stranger Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, Rune Factory 5, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and oh Marvel's God. Midnight Suns. Those are the ones that have very specific January through March release dates. That's not even the ones that it says spring or Q1. I it's better so get a much. raise, man. I better get a raise. <laughs> I just get stressed out. I just need to win the lottery. Those of you who have heard me, specifically me, I think all of us have, but defi- I've definitely done my fair share of whining, I'll admit it, about like, why is everything coming out in the same window? Like, I get it. I know that's how I sound sometimes. That's why I do that, because it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's this getting is getting insane. Ridiculous. Yeah, this is insane. I don't have the money or the every time. every game you just mentioned, I'm buying probably day one. <laughs> yep. And I, I'm like, I'm, I'm a sucker too, about yeah. it. <laughs> and the first, the first major game of 2022 is Elden Ring on January 21st. Yeah, we're not insane. gonna have time to play anything else after that. Like that's gonna take up the rest of the three months. I don't know. Whatever. I have to play chaos though. I have to, so I can tell you guys about the chaos. chaos. Oh, I'm all no. I'm taking that trip with. I you haven't heard it. enough about the chaos. <laughs> that's for sure. Kyle, will you walk with me hand in hand into the chaos? Yeah, right, directly into it. Yeah. I can't yeah, wait absolutely. for this. Well, guys, listen. Konami is set to ramp up. It's. I'm about to break game. everything. Premium <laughs> game development with new installments and remakes for some of the biggest Konami franchises, including Metal Gear and Castlevania. This is a rumor but it's not just from one outlet i've been seeing it across like a bunch of places push square video game chronicles and several other places a lot of tweets about it let me just read to you real quick the summary of what the rumor is according to publishing sources who spoke to video game chronicle on this particular article but also to places like push square by the way um because they don't have permission to discuss it publicly first these titles will be a castlevania game which they describe as a reimagining of the series 
currently in development internally at Konami. So apparently they're not just doing uh, Plinko. There's been speculation on Demon Soul Studio Bluepoint, which we now know not to be true, unless there's some weird deal going on before Sony acquired them. Um, that they were supposed to be working on a remake of Metal Gear Solid, but now they're saying it's a studio called Virtuos or Virtuos, and they're the ones who they've been supporting all kinds of AAA games, bringing existing games to new platforms. They've been doing a lot of remasters and restoring and that kind of thing. So they've and got it's a three, lot of, right? Like specifically three Metal Gear Solid. I think Solid I saw three. three. Yeah. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Three was the one that was is, is central to that rumor for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they also re, Virtuos or Virtuos. I don't know how to say it. They did ports switch ports of dark souls remastered outer worlds and bioshock collection all of which they have their flaws but boy they did some crazy stuff to get those games to look and run well on the switch pretty good pretty good work uh also silent hill games are reportedly in development at various studios and they said games been saying that for you a few years now but but um i don't know how much to take any of this is this just someone who needs attention who decided to talk to you <laughs> I, I have no idea we willed this into existence with our conversation from i guess i just really? wanted to uh it's not in the notes so i wanted to throw something out there i, I remember reading today i think yeah. it was today uh, the GTA trilogy remaster got rated in oh, South Korea. Yes. So it's yeah, happening. South Korea. Folks. Yeah. It's, it's happening, folks. Games that don't exist don't get rated, so it's probably yep. real. <laughs> yeah. I think it's real. I think yeah, it's and I'm wait. I'm all in for that. Uh can't wait yeah, to same. Especially if there's like actual checkpoints that. like in San Andreas. That'd be yeah. What's the first one you would play? Would you go to GTA three? I'll go in order. Yeah. GTA three was like yeah. the first my intro to it. Mm, so. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think I would jump right into San Andreas first, personally, just because was, I feel like I favorite. hated that game a lot whenever it oh, came out. Oh, that's my favorite. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I've gone back and played. And I'm just like, I don't know what mood I was in, but like <laughs> this game is really cool because I love all the RPG elements and like you get yourself yeah. fat or cut. It was, or dude, it was whatever. so ahead you of could time. just shoot a pistol forever, and first now you're time you could swim, shooting that pistol. You could swim. First time you yeah. could swim. Yeah, there's a lot of things to love about that game. There's so. something so funny in Vice City about being this tough Ray Liotta voiced character. Yeah, who yeah. Died that's my favorite of the series but i played it so many times like, I don't you live it. in miami you can't swim all right yeah. um <laughs> yeah right first look at last of us hbo series we got to see joel and ellie's backs but here's what's cool about this Ooh. still that they released was it looks really faithful to the game just from yeah. that one i shot. legit thought it was a shot from like dlc or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah so that, that was, was really like whoa listen the actors they have and the fact that neil Druckmann's so involved these are all very promising things I like most HBO series, so at least the ones that I've tried that I've really given a true shot. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what I happens. I can't think of one that. Oh, I guess True Blood was the only one that I was like, okay, what are you guys doing? Okay, but like, I didn't I, give that a real shot. CW, the oh, HBO series. show. Yeah. I mean, it was, wasn't that basically vampire yeah. softcore porn? Wasn't Pretty that much. Yes, porn? it's absolutely it, it vampire started softcore porn. Extremely strong. Like, it, it? It, in my opinion, it did. And then the oh my god, it was just they so all die. This sex positive show, the way that it ends is they all die of like sex disease. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. I'm not they kidding. Bring, like, it's a, it's they, a, and they bring that sex positive show. Like it's the, like you should just go out there and get who you want, and then it's like yeah. eh, everyone died because y'all were all fucking each other. <laughs> Yeah, they introduced that That's idea in like the first few episodes of oh vampire God. AIDS or whatever that you can get from That's what I call it, yeah. the blood yeah. of a gay person with AIDS or whatever, oh and uh, and and they reintroduce it. the The dumbest thing that they could do is reintroduce it as like a a show ending thing, but they did it. <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh boy. Well, very mixed messages to give the youth to the youth. You know. Yeah. Last week we talked about. Blood. We talked about how, hey, it's going to be Last of Us Day, and we're very excited. What are they going to announce? And it turns uh, out that they confirmed they're still working on Last of Us multiplayer. 
That's about it. They said how, they were hiring how, people. How generous. So angry. Yeah. So angry. All right, I'm going to keep moving because we don't have a lot of time and because that's a dumb announcement. Whatever. Uh, the co-founder behind the studio of Kena, or Kenya, it's Kena, uh, Bridge of Spirits. <laughs> sorry, said, I, I got everybody doubting. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he said that they're going to look into releasing the game on other platforms. You know, they don't necessarily, are, they're not necessarily locked in um, to the platforms they're on, but they just need a break, essentially. That's what they said. Like, their team just needs to have a rest. And I don't, it makes sense. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take, take a rest. But this, this game would do great, I think, on any platform it lands on. Whatever yeah. they're able to make Honestly, it work on. release on everything so it can make more money and uh, fun to sequel. So this yeah, would be I mean, amazing for Switch players. Yeah, like if they can, yeah, if they can, yeah, lower res version, maybe pull back that draw distance. You, you know, it'd be a great mm-hmm. Switch game. And then uh, of course it would just do bonkers on Game Pass if Xbox were to secure that somehow. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, PlayStation Plus games for October are going to be Hell Let Loose, which looks like a World War II shooter, I think. Uh, Mortal Kombat X and PGA Tour 20. Or 2K21. Tim, I'm so mad. These games are terrible. I'm so angry at these free games. Well, quote-unquote free games. but Don't call them free games, man. Don't call them free. We'll, have to, we'll have, a, have to have a dialogue about it or something. Sorry, That's I was just representing all of the angry people on Twitter that are angry yeah, about everything. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, those games are... It's fine. Like I, Now that I've got <laughs> like Game Pass, I don't pay attention much to the PS Plus I mean, or Games yeah. with Gold announcements. I mean, yeah, yeah same. Yeah, I don't think there's been anything on PS Plus that I've cared about in a long time. I think they put Hitman Two on there, and I'm like, but I have that. But I have last month. Could be wrong. Yeah. I, it's been a long time since I was like, oh, I've been waiting to play this one. Like it's yeah. been a long. Like, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Either I own it or I don't care about it, for the most part. Uh, it's what it's like being rich, guys. All right. Um. Yes. I have too many kids for that. Spider-Man yes. Two. <laughs> uh. By Insomniac, of course, not the movie or anything like that the game is going to be darker in tone. Yes. So this is this is pretty cool. So Bill Roseman, he's the vice president of creative at Marvel Games, not Insomniac, but at Marvel Games, right? Um, he discussed this title, of course, as he was talking to this week in Marvel, their podcast. And I haven't actually listened to this podcast. This is from Eurogamer. This is what he said: If the first Spider-Man game was Star Wars, Spider-Man Two is kind of like our empire. It gets a little darker. He described it as everything you love about the first game and Spider-Man Miles Morales, but more. Well, of course, he's going to say that. That's very markety. But he says there's multiple foes. I can say the story very much continues and picks up from Spider-Man and Miles Morales. I don't want to reveal too much, but it's the next big chapter. Lots of threads, lots of characters. So there you go. Um, the big news here isn't his markety speak at the end. Like, it's going to be bigger. It's going to be better. You're going to love it. It's darker tone yeah. empire strikes back which like that to which me is, i mean is expected if venom's involved of course um maybe Tony todd's voicing him right yes i was gonna say uh, somebody remind me of the name uh candy man will be voicing venom yeah. so that's pretty cool what's his that's name Jeff? so tony cool. tony todd tony todd it's a great legend. name too he's a legend yeah that guy's awesome um also, was that guy, uh, was that guy in Die Hard 2 also? I feel like he was in a Die Hard movie as a bad guy. Not like the main bad guy, but like a hint. Like so. a, I don't unless, remember. Unless it's the second one, which I've seen once and didn't like that much. So. The airport one? Yeah, that's the airport I always one. remembered him in Dawn of the Dead. And it's, uh, mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Night of the Living Dead. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I haven't seen yeah, that one. The remake. Is Tony Todd? Let's look this up. Uh, I was going to say, uh, if it has Empire Strikes Back vibes, does that mean Peter Parker reveals that, you know, yes. Miles is his son? Yes. And Miles is like, how does that how does that work? I don't know. Well, I don't know. And it's a giant your mom joke or something. <laughs> <laughs> he is mom. not he is yeah. not in Die Hard 2. Oh, okay. Uh, My bad guys. My I hope Carnage on. shows up too. That'd be great. Or if it's if it's a lesser one of the lesser sequels that came out. Well, I guess there's only one sequel I really didn't like, and it's the fifth one. 
with Jai Courtney. I don't they remember made the five name. Five diehards. I remember they did, watching. and I think the last one was called like Live, not Live, live, live Free, and that one was fun. I actually like that one. Uh, That's the one with Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, I like that one. Too. Justin yeah. Long. People are like, I hate that movie. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> come on, come on, guys. <laughs> the, the other ones in Russia. Die Hard in a cold on a cold day, something like that. <laughs> die Hard in a cold this day. This diatribe needs to die hard on a cold day. Let's <laughs> <laughs> look it up. I'm pretty sure I'm not far off, though. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this rumor is interesting. Is Guerrilla Games has some staff. Li- oh, what is it? What's it called? A good day to die hard. Yeah. Is it really? Yes. Yeah. I wasn't even that far off. <laughs> die hard on a good day. Um, <laughs> uh, Guerrilla Games uh, apparently has some staffing listings that look like they might be gearing up for an online game or an online component potentially to a game. So th- they're looking for positions like a senior social systems designer, and they want someone who's a passion has a pl- passion for player communities and social features, explore creative ways players can connect with others in game. Um, they want them to engage players in social interactions. Mm. Blah blah blah. Basically, they want someone who's going to help run their in-game community. So that's a pretty big deal. Ooh, here's a here's a potential something yeah. uh free to play kill zone multiplayer only that's all oh. i was thinking about this entire time is like maybe they're bringing back kill zone it yes could be. Yep. it could be uh they want they also want an individual who's got an extensive knowledge of stories with narrative design and open world rpg games online games and mmorpgs to create mission quest writing and narrative design kill zone destiny destiny kills or uh, well not a uh, kill kill zone apex legends they're going for that angle See, yeah. something like that's actually kind of interesting. Let's bring back a dormant franchise and do something new with it. Yeah. I have a feeling, my gut tells me this is just an online component to Horizon. Because that's the thing. Oh. Sony doesn't really have like a, a really like hot like first person shooter that's like Halo levels like right now. It's had two that they abandoned though. Yeah, the right. That's what I mean. franchise and Killzone. They're like, I mean. these are really successful, but I think we're not going to do them anymore. But some of these companies still try to do the free to play thing, like try to do the Fortnite thing. So if they could, if they did like Killzone, like free to play and like kind of Apex Legends yeah. had like, you know, seasons and stuff. Well, then like, there's, com- there's people like people who made the Hot Wheels game who are like, not free to play, but you still will pay extra. Like, <laughs> yeah, you will pay all the money. Um, uh, yes. Blue Point, of course, has been officially, finally purchased by Sony. It was one of the funniest leaks where there was kind of this artwork yeah. that people stumbled across. Like, wait, what is it? What is this? Yeah. Uh, but everyone knew it was coming. Blue Point. If you ha- if you aren't familiar with who they are, they of course most recently did the Demon Souls remake, and uh, they kind of were already a Sony studio in a lot of Shadow ways. Shadow of Colossus. Um, yeah. But the next game is going to be an original game, not a remake or anything. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Be cool to see what they can do. I really bought into the rumors that they were doing Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah. The last time. So that's surprising to hear that. That's probably not the case. Probably not. Unless Konami made some deal with them, and they are doing that, you know, it's possible. Konami should just not. How about that? That's my take on that. <laughs> Outsource um, those games. Leave those games alone, Konami. <laughs> another rumor while we're riding this rumor train here. Nintendo might be planning to re-release Metroid Prime Prime for Switch as a standalone title rather than part of a trilogy mm. collection. So this is, you know, it's one of those rumors that's been going on for years. Can't tell if it's like just a fan wish list or if it's real. But people have talked about how Nintendo's prepping Metroid Prime for some kind of re-release. Everyone's thinking, oh, cool, a trilogy. They're going to do a remaster trilogy. But apparently they're starting to be more and more rumors um, coming out about Metroid Prime 1 is getting its own remake or at least remaster on the Switch as a standalone release. This is from uh, VentureBeat reporter Jeff Grubb, who is also 
this is corroborating other tweets from apparently someone known as Emily Rogers, who's an industry insider. I don't know if like her uncle works at Nintendo or what that means. It's always an uncle. It's the uncle that works at Nintendo. So uh, anyway, they're even they are saying like, oh, this is kind of surprising. I assume this was the trilogy. So that to me at least gives it that little bit of like, oh, maybe that's true because they're saying they're a little surprised by this new rumor because they thought it was a trilogy and now it sounds like just one. Hey, it could be the I'll it could it. be the Dead Space thing where they're testing the waters to see if like if they remake the first one and people are interested in it sells and they're like, all right, let's do yeah. two and three, you know. Yeah. So yeah, could be. Could be. All right. Um, last couple pieces of news here, then we'll wrap this up. For Microsoft, Marvel's Avengers from last year is coming to Game Pass. It's out now on Game Pass, <laughs> PC console. Wow. What's cool about this Scarlet game? Scarlet Nexus is... just hit hit Game Pass too. Scarlet that Nexus was that was pretty one. big. Oh, like Jeff, that. I don't know if you saw. I posted in our thread. Um, that game is very long, so I don't know if you're. Yeah. I'm not planning to beat it. I just want to experience it because I'm going to assume oh, that it's fun. not going to be for me because just sure. general feelings on the art style and stuff. But You'll like the mm. combat. I still want to try it. The combat's yeah. fun. Um, and then but Avengers. Uh, it's a great game for people to continue to ignore, I guess. Um, well, what I was going to say was it's actually <laughs> a game that it was hard for me to recommend. Hey, go spend 60 bucks on this. Yeah, um, that's true. That's that's fair. As a Game Pass game, I would highly recommend folks play the campaign. At the very least, it's a, it's a yeah. really, now especially the first half of it. And I still like the way the story ended. I do. I yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. The, the, my experience of the first half was pretty magical at, for a little while there. I was like, this is so yeah. good. So I think the campaign is definitely worth trying out. And it's a, it's I, got really pretty moments in it, too. It's good. Yeah. It's good I have a lot of good things to say about that game. I cannot believe Xbox or Microsoft paid money to put this on Game Pass. <laughs> I just, I am, I'm honestly, like, shocked that they're like, yeah, I mean, we believe in this. You know, we I might have like, gotten a deal. I wonder if sales have fallen off. You know, who knows? Maybe. Sure, sure. Who knows? Uh, speaking of Microsoft, Games with Gold is going to feature Arrow and Hover. Never heard of those before. Castlevania Harmony of Despair, which I think is a 360 side-scrolling game. I think. Yeah. Um, I think it was online, right? It was a, it was like uh, uh, Symphony, but like multiplayer, right? Symphony of yeah, the Night, but like yeah, multiplayer. Yeah, like four players like start from four different corners. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Away. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Also yeah. Is that an original Xbox game or was that Xbox? Well, Code Veronica? Code Veronica Dreamcast, actually. Yeah. So that would have been original Xbox era, at least. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then as of 928, which is we're, we're past that now, um, Series S and X were the first consoles to support Dolby Vision gaming. Yeah, guys. Yay. The next step. How progressive. I mean, so great. I have TVs that use Dolby Vision. I don't know if you guys do, but that's, that's I, I've never gamed in Dolby Vision. I assume it's freaking amazing. So uh, I would assume even so Dolby well. Vision. Well, there's also news that the PS5 had its first 8K game that's coming out, but even though that doesn't can't really show, you can't see it yet, apparently, because yeah. the PS5 can't really display it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why they're doing that. I don't know if there's just because they yeah. know an upgrade is coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got five thousand dollar TVs now, guys. Let's get, let's do an 8K more, game. More than five thousand, <laughs> probably. Probably, yeah. All right, well, that does it for us this week. Uh, a lot of interesting news and headlines, but more importantly. Guys, 2021 has been an interesting year, and we are halfway there. That's the most we're important halfway, thing. We're halfway there. Uh, Don't check the calendar. Just, we're halfway there. <laughs> Thank you for that. All right. Well, that does it. We'll sign off for this week. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. Boobies. Bit.